Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Give me a sack. Sack! Yes. (laughs) How about those freaking pirates? It's me, Nancy Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys. I'm saying y'all are famous. Y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a fun, a free beer, football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. And man, we got a big one for you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 125930 online, PR927FM.com. And we want you to be a part of today's show. Have a fun Friday with us. Let's get the chat going on Facebook and on YouTube. You can hit us up on X, formerly known as Twitter. And also, uh, always give us a call, 317-1250. We've got those lines cooling for uh, what's going to be a hot fifth quarter coming up next Saturday and the following Saturdays on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show as we are ready to get cranked up for our game day coverage once again. We're going to have some folks in Ann Arbor. We're going to have a lot of folks here in the studio. In fact, we'll be with you next Saturday, 8 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll be with you during the game for a second screen experience with a watch party and, of course, uh, with you after the game, taking your calls and recapping it all on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Coming up, uh, well, first I'll tell you who I've got with me. I got Shirley Rhodes, who always has my back. Hello, Shirley. Shirley doesn't just have my back. She's got my front, too. Well, yeah. Yeah. Avi, 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 Avi. We got the Puerto Rican dream, Joey, <laughs> joining us as well. What's up, Joey? You, you like that name? I, I, love I don't know that why name. I call you that, but I, I like it. Sounds cool. I like it. The Puerto Rican dream. If that can stick. That'd be nice. Uh, and we've also got the former long snapper. He is Chandler Honeycutt. Hello, Chan Man. Hey, Clipper. Happy Friday. HF. HF to you. HF to my guy. My guy. My guy. What up, my guy? Hey, what up? Hey, my guy. Hey, my guy. Oh my God. All right, uh, in a good mood because we got a lot of football going on this weekend. High school football tonight. Morgan Aylers will be here at 6 o'clock with the high school huddle. After that, we got Conley Washington. I've got my big fantasy draft on Saturday. That's always exciting. And a lot of football to watch on the telly tomorrow. Where are you picking from? Uh, Niner. Okay. It's 9 a, out of 12. It's a 10-team league oh. and uh, two keepers for everybody, and I'm in the 9 spot. Snake? We're snaking it. I think you're going to have a good draft. Then. We're going to talk about that more coming up in hour number three when we talk fantasy football with our resident fantasy football nut, C.W. Sloan. So if y'all got questions there, uh, we will be chatting about that heavily in hour number three. Also, Morgan Aylers will join us to preview the high school huddle, talk some ECU, talk some NFL. Morgan is actually on his way to what could be a a bucket list stadium for many sports fans out there he's going to lambo 
to check out the Seahawks and the Packers coming up on Saturday as uh, Holden Naylor is his final preseason game. So, hope Morgan enjoys that. But before he heads off, he'll join us on the show and host the high school huddle. So, that's your 5 o'clock block. Coming up at 4 o'clock, Tony Dunn will be back. C3 Panthers podcast. We will talk Panthers preseason so far. And Chandler, Joey, to me, I'll ask this to Tony, is it a unsatisfying preseason thus far? Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there's. I think it's unsatisfying, and I leave the preseason with more concerns than yeah. answers. I guess. Or I agree. With you. Um, if, and if, if there's a position you have to look at, it's definitely the offensive line. It's a position that improved last year after years of just absolute disgusting performances. Uh, last year was such a good year when it came to the offensive line, the product productivity up there, uh, because you you drafted a guy in Iki Aquano from NC State. You got a guy in Bradley Bozeman from the Ravens. Austin Corbett was coming off a Super Bowl with the Rams. He's at right guard. Uh, and, of course, you had the veteran Taylor Moten at right tackle. And so it, it was a great year. Unfortunately, when it comes to the quarterback play last year, it wasn't good uh, between Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Um, but and then you kind of go into this year and into this preseason you got your quarterback in Bryce Young and that offensive line is going to give him time not so fast my friend it's not he has had no time to throw the football he has been battered all preseason long good thing that he is tough he's not the biggest guy but he's tough uh and a guy that I mentioned earlier Iki Aquano man awful awful preseason for that guy uh, after being picked the first, uh, the very first pick for the Panthers in the in the draft last year, so um, you do have uh, Austin Corbett coming back from an injury. He sustained a te- uh, torn ACL in January, so a lot of concern uh, up front with the offensive line, and that's a big concern because you have a guy in Bryce Young, the number one overall pick in the twenty twenty three draft. So, uh, yeah, very disappointing preseason, but. Uh, you got to wipe that away because week one's coming up in just a couple of weeks. We'll be on the road at Atlanta where it all started about 29 years ago. That's right. Uh, the first game for the Carolina Panthers was a loss in the Georgia Dome at the time. And now they'll be in that Mercedes-Benz Dome coming up uh, to kick off week one. We'll have more on that later. Um, and we'll. I think Joey had the panic button on the table. We'll see if uh, that button's still there. Has he pressed it yet? Will tonight's game against the Lions have any impact on that? And interested to hear Tony's thoughts as well. Yeah, we'll actually uh, – we'll, I'll, I'll ask a question that Steve sent to me and Tony. And the question Tony. was – Let's get down to Tony. Um, he asked about how much do you think Bryce Young will play? And uh, I, Tony's answer is in this thread, but we'll let uh, Tony answer that question when he's on later on. We'll send it down to Tony coming up in hour number two. Also in hour number two, Mark Greenheld's Golf Shop Radio Show Tour Championship going on this weekend and then it's quiet until the Ryder Cup so we'll hit those two topics talk a little college football with Greeny in hour number two Brian North going to join us in about 20 minutes or so to get you ready for your high school football Friday week zero little NFL as well football heavy on the show today and football heavy on the show until the end of the year last and beyond last free weekend until it is time for the ecu football 2023 campaign we are only eight days away until the kickoff next week uh we'll get it started at eight o'clock on the bullet pregame tailgate and then after the game on the fifth quarter collins show six days away 
until the party of the year, the Pirate Radio Football kickoff party. I was just over at the State Theater. They've already got some banners hung up. Uh, they got some decor uh, going on around the State Theater. So uh, it had me excited a while ago being over there at the State Theater. We'll be, we'll all be over there uh, next Thursday. And if you haven't got your ticket, you can go to pr927fm.com, buy them for ten bucks. All the proceeds will go to the Jeff Charles Scholarship. So if you want to come party like a pirate, get your tickets today. Uh, all that on the David Price Construction countdown to kickoff by the way david price construction bringing home some hardware yesterday oh nice um let's see the home builders association remodeling awards of 2023 they brought home three of the five awards or the entries that they entered last yesterday who won the other two um not sure who cares but they got three awards best kitchen best room renovation and then best room addition over three hundred thousand dollars so congratulations to our friends at david price construction uh the proud sponsor of our countdown to kickoff i think it's one of those situations where they didn't want to give them all five yeah let us let somebody else at least go home feeling good but the award-winning david price construction continuing to fill up that trophy case and that's not even the that's not their first awards they've been doing this they've been doing this since day one yes sir to this day yep chandler we're going to be on our feet a lot next thursday at the pirate radio football kickoff party yeah i need some i need some shoes do you know where i can go uh do you want uncomfortable shoes no oh okay so you want very comfortable shoes. i want very comfortable shoes, shoes that are designed to fit your particular foot yeah and i'm actually going to be at the tailgate zone this year for oh, home yeah. games and a lot I'll be of standing around, a lot of walking. standing um and uh, i'm going to need some tailgating shoes for this upcoming football season you need to go to fleet feet my friend okay you need to go see them chris lunyon is a an ecu alum as eric in the chat yesterday said your foot got a bunion go see chris lunyon something to that effect uh fleet feet 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location they will get you in the right shoe and the best thing about it the one-on-one service to runners walkers and everybody in between gallopers skippers uh moonwalkers you want to moonwalk like MJ? Fleet Feet will get you in the right shoe. Uh, Fleet Feet, they run for you, and they are a sponsor of our Fleet Feet Rundown. Chandler, you look like you want to say something. I do, because, in fact, it, it's uh, uh, Convenience Friday, I guess, because you mentioned the State Theater. I was just over there, and then I, you just mentioned the Fleet Feet Rundown. I was just at Fleet Feet seeing Chris Lunyon, and you talk about the one-on-one service. There was like five different stations with one-on-one service Beautiful. at Fleet Feet, and they were getting it done for the people there. Eric M. adds a new one. He says, if your shoes smell like Funyuns, go see my man Chris Lunyon. <laughs> Eric. Well done. I'm going to have to put you on the payroll soon, buddy. You are getting it done this week. Steve Hill is an extremely happy Fleet Feet customer, he says. Uh, with my back issues, the Hoka's are great. They are. I can att- I can personally attest to that. Awesome. Kaz says hello. TGI Friday. Hello, Kaz. Hello. I don't know why I said Friday. He said TGIF. TGIF. Jamie says C-dubs. He's ready for some fantasy football talk coming up week three. Russ is ready to mess some stuff up. All right, Russ. Is it a little uh, Freaky Friday for you? I can roll with that. Steve said, Fleet Feet, a treat for your feet and great souls for the soul. Hmm. Put that on a t-shirt. 
Jamie's got a trivia question. Clip, this day in history, this pitcher became the youngest pitcher to win 20 games at 20 years, 9 months, 9 days. The year was 85. Uh, going by that year, I would guess that would be uh, Doc Gooden. Dwight Gooden. Am I right or They're am I They're retiring his jersey, too. Him and the straw man, yeah. I saw. Let me know if I'm right, Jamie. If not, I will take a second guess. Could be Fernando Mania running wild. But I'm going to go with Doc. I feel like mid-80s is Doc. All right, Fleet Feet Rundown. Shirley. Yes, sir. Paint it purple for me one time. Puedes pintar este violeta. In fact, paint it purple for me two times. Oh, okay. Puedes pintar este violeta. Because we've got multiple pirate wins to tell you about. First, last night on the soccer pitch. And, man, did you see the first goal scored by ECU last night? Did you see the crowd? I saw some still shots of the crowd. The crowd was awesome. They had over 850 people there, which was the fifth largest crowd. Awesome. First 150 people got T-shirts, too. And they saw a treat. 4-0 victory for ECU women's soccer last night. What is it called, Joey, when you hit one of those long ones in? A galazo. Thank you, Shirley. I was going for that. It was a galazo. Galazo? Not a long one, but that's a goal. A golazo means goal. Yeah, but, but they usually like, they that, typically use that word. Are you the soccer guy or not? Yes, I am, and I'm telling you what it is. <laughs> well, I I've well, seen if, some if long you, ones. Are you talking about I, what a commentary when someone scores a goal? They go golazo. I feel like that's on the long ones. The more so than just somebody knocking in a you know. An, an typically, I when that word is used, I have heard it when it's a long goal. I That's why well. I said Galazzo. Galazzo. What is it? What's a Galazzo? Spanish word, which means a spectacular goal. A spectacular. Simply yeah. amazing. Yeah, see? Shrimply amazing. Shrimply delicious. <laughs> Either way, 4-0 last night. Good win for uh, Coach Higgins and the women's soccer team. And Matt, might I add, D.H. Conley product, Maeve English, is the goalkeeper. Maeve, you add it? Yep. You and, Maeve. <laughs> and uh, she had her 14th clean sheet. She's a senior, and it's her 14th clean sheet of the year. I mean, of her career, I should say. So uh, she's getting it done in there in that uh, she's ECU's Hope Solo. What, How about that? What is the clean sheet? That means they she does not allow a goal. Okay. If you never if, heard that before. Hmm. Yeah, it's called a clean sheet. Not a soccer guy. And your sheets definitely not definitely a soccer guy. Clean. No, they're not. <laughs> you got a dirty sheet going over there. Uh, all right. Why did I ask you to paint a purple twice? Because that's not the only victory we have to tell you about. Earlier today, Adler Augustine and the ECU volleyball team knocked off UNCG. Three sets to none. So we'll call that a clean sheet as well. Why? Y- yes. Three nil. We'll take it. <laughs> Four nil in soccer. Three nil in volleyball. Uh, congratulations to the uh, the women's teams there for ECU. All righty then. Okay. Coming up at six o'clock, Georgia Southern taking on East Carolina in volleyball. All right, uh, we will move along to week zero. Who's excited about week zero? I am so I, excited. I am too, man. I mean, it's football. I'm I'm excited. I am. Uh, I'm I'm ready for Navy Notre Dame. I mean, I think there's some other college oh, football games. I'm, that... I'm, I could go without that one. I'm ready for Ohio San Diego State and FIU Louisiana Tech. 
because i think we're gonna see fireworks in those games yeah well maybe not fireworks in ohio San Diego state but i do think it'll be a competitive game that other one wager just got me excited that there could be 80 90 points on the board yeah i'm just excited that there's football on it's going to be like a little appetizer to the next weekend uh a lot of great football going on next weekend um so excited i'm gonna be sitting in front of a tv and uh kind of getting prepared for east carolina football coming up next saturday all right uh shirley uh-huh. do you have a rim i know you have a rim shot do you have a laugh as well sure i do all right get ready are you ready yes jamie said how often does chandler change his sheets as a single guy russ said every time he lays eyes on cam newton <laughs> sorry that yeah, was that, the right one that, that, that was a good laugh because it wasn't funny that was the, that was the perfect laugh because that was <laughs> Go to hell. that's supposed to be funny uh steve says thanks to ecu for creating week zero for all of us to enjoy chandler's getting roasted today this is not a roast chandler friday this is a lay off my guy chandler friday Help the bell! so the other day when i said that i didn't say ecu created week zero i was just i thinking, know but we have to exaggerate and and you know to make <laughs> I, it I was just thinking Throw back in his face i, I was thinking in fact i never knew about week zero until that year when i EC never was knew supposed to play. i never knew that everything was falling through until the fray when ec was it. supposed to play marshall week zero i thought that was like a new thing because it was COVID and stuff so i thought we were part of the first week zero but it dates back many many years you know what i'm gonna google when did week zero begin i actually i believe i googled that and it like goes back to 19 yeah 1983 okay but i feel like i would love to see how many week zero games okay here we go this will tell me so it became a real thing in 2017 so like hawaii played an extra game in 16 but since 2017 we have had multiple week zero games so we're going to call that kind of the real birth of what we see today. USC Virginia Tech at FedEx Field. I'm looking forward to the uh, Notre Dame and Navy game because it's in Dublin, so the Fighting Irish will be in front of Irish people. Yeah, all those Irish people on Notre Dame's football team. <laughs> It'll probably be the best atmosphere they, they experience all year. They get to go to their homeland. Uh, how many – is that the uh, – what is that team called, uh, Joey? Celt- Celtic or Celtic? Yep. Is that in that stadium? The, no, no. Okay. They're not in that stadium. Well, I'm actually not. It just says Dublin, and there's multiple teams in Dublin. So okay. I don't know which one it is. Fair enough. All right. Um, so week zero coming up. Next week we'll uh, we'll be picking a whole lot of stuff. Next week or two weeks away from our Tony Dunn Friday picks. Yes. Bring that back. Uh, Coach Mack is going to join us on the upset picks that we do oh, cool. on Tuesdays uh, at O'Cools. Should we um, let O'Cool? Co- yeah, can we? Should we let Coach Mack uh, let him know about a little history of these picks? Maybe like, let's see. Let me think of one. Oh, Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. Woo! Rocky Top, Tennessee. Probably the pick of the year last year. Chandler Honeycutt picked the Tennessee Volunteers to beat the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, and it happened. High stakes uh, for that pick. It was basically, I did not think Chandler was a sports guy. He was showing me some tendencies that made me believe... He knows a lot about sports, but there's a difference between knowing sports and being a sports guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, Chandler, 
this is it this is where the rubber meets the road this is the line in the sand this is for all your sports guidem uh and you laid it on the line and you said i've got tennessee i put the boys on the table you put you, you plopped them on the table you said tennessee beats alabama outright forget a spread forget everything give me the volunteers yes and uh, i remember watching that game and being very nervous and because i was thinking like my sports fan status my sports guy status uh is in the air right now it's like if, for grabs. if they'd have lost like how would your life be different right you might not even be here would right i now. even be here is the question yeah would i be doing something else that was would a I, job saving pick for chandler i mean i, I mean who knows what i would have been doing now were things going downhill before that? I, not really. Not, I feel like they were, but they probably weren't. <laughs> but it, I was to the point where I didn't think he was a sports guy. I so, had to take a, so something was going wrong. I had to gamble. I had to bet on myself. I had to bet on the volunteers. I had to take that leap of faith, and I did, and it paid off. In a huge way. And I cannot wait to start our picks next week with Coach Mack. Eric said Chandler will ride that pick for a decade, as he should. Joe, you think you'll be with us every Friday, or at least most of them? Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll uh, have Joey in our week, uh, our NFL picks. Sweet. We every Friday we'll do we do with Tony Dunn. Who's uh, the most like? Who's probably the best picks? Giver? I feel like I won for a lot of years, but Tony crushed it last year. No, Chandler, thought, you won. Last I thought year? it was me. <laughs> we do this too. We so never we have remember. To record it I time. know. I finished last last year. I remember. I was all. I oh, I keep up with them. I just oh, don't. Okay. I keep up with them every week. Because I remember uh, there were several times you were like, and Chandler keeps getting in the lead. Chandler's lead keeps growing. Okay. Yeah. So you were the Chandler. It was you were Tony. Yeah. And me and CJ were not winners. Yeah. I think we should put maybe off camera. Put something on the line about this, or maybe on camera. <laughs> if you'd like. I want to see who's the best pirate radio. And we just do straight up. We don't go against the spread in the NFL. Just every game straight up. Even better. So that way we can kind of break down every game. Okay, cool. That's that's all we do during the season. Like these non-season Fridays with Tony, somehow we get through them. And uh, we've just about made it another year. So awesome. Uh, Today, y'all want to pick division winners at 4 o'clock? Yeah, down. let's pick division winners today. Okay, we'll pick division winners, and we'll pick. I mean, we might just just pick the playoffs. Go ahead and pick your wild cards or the the teams you like that aren't division winners. Okay, so uh, just get prepared for that for four o'clock. All right, and uh, NFL preseason. Let's uh, take a gander at who else uh, is playing tonight. Russ says, "Clip, you should do a pirate radio pick them on ESPN so we can play with the real clip." It's not a terrible idea. I mean, I'd like to set up something where we could all make our picks and with the chat boys, that'd be fun. Get uh get all the regulars here, the pirate radio people, and uh and do that. Somebody set it up. I don't want to set it up. I don't either. If somebody sets it up, I'll be in it and I'll get our people in it. So I just don't want to set it up. I like doing things, I'm tired of setting them up. Um. Oh, preseason schedule tonight. So we'll talk uh, Panthers and Lions in detail. I did not watch any preseason last night. I caught up on Big Brother, so I remember that. So that puts me at about ten o'clock. I flipped on uh, Barstool Pick'em episode one, and that was the last thing I remember. I went out early last night. 
I think if I think I got like eleven and a half hours of sleep, so I feel great wow. today. If I could do that every night, you. my whole life would change. I but I'm I'm not a good sleeper. But last night, man, I was catching dim Z's. <laughs> are you impressed? <laughs> yeah. Um, are you impressed with the way I call Z's? Yeah. I I don't know if I want to discuss this on the air, but I found something out over the weekend <laughs> okay to, uh, that about yourself that or? considers health and sleeping oh uh, what is it i might have sleep apnea yeah i mean i honestly feel like i got something too yeah it's tough yeah so. you might want to consult a doctor serious yep. stuff your health is the most important thing chandler absolutely to you and to me mm-hmm. so i want you uh go get a checkup would you sure all right in fact i'll let you leave the show right now if you want to go get one i'm good all right because he won't be back out to the break <laughs> wait are you leaving early today uh i do need to go out <laughs> are you serious <laughs> I, I, but i want to be here for for tony and then i'm i'm gonna have to leave you're not gonna be here for our fantasy talk uh what time is that 5 20 ish oh i'll be back for that you'll be here for tony you'll be here for fantasy yes <laughs> we'll see we'll now, see i do we'll be, see i do want to be here for tony okay but i appreciate you, that but as you know i'm not a big fantasy guy that's I, true but i'm trying to make you I, one yeah but i i did want to show cw my keepers um so i'll, I'll be back patriots titans tonight 815 nfl network and chargers niners hope to see some isaiah winstead tonight by the way lines giant or excuse me lines panthers tonight CBS nationally televised broadcast. Do we get no, no, no Tony and Jim? Do you know who the analyst is? Well, who's the play-by-play guy first? I'm not sure who the play-by-play guy, but is it Ion Eagle? Could be, but <laughs> I, the analyst. When I found out who the analyst was, I, that, give me a hint. That told me that it wasn't going to be Tony and Jim. Give me a hint. Um, new to this profession, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Gross and i shouldn't say he's that calling I'm, a panthers game he's calling uh, game games he's gonna be in the booth for he, cbs now y'all know how i feel when we got damn troy aikman and moose johnston and all those cowboys yeah, calling washington games yeah. um i feel like matt ryan's gonna be a dud but honestly i didn't never i never thought tony romo would rise to where he is you gotta today. rise to it and i thought greg olson would be pretty cool i didn't think he would be as good as he is so you know what i'm gonna give him a shot why should I not go, you know, just start hating on Matt Ryan before he does anything? We'll do that afterwards, like we did for Drew Brees. It was so bad. I'm like, he's on TV yeah, anymore. Drew was bad. They took, kicked him out of Hollywood. <laughs> he's out of the whole industry. He'll never be on a screen again. He was in Denver just recently. Doing what? Uh, around the team. Uh, like working at a gas station or something? No, around the team. The Broncos, he was going around Peyton and them after his comments. <sighs> uh, I hear you. Good stuff, Joey. Let's take a break. When we return, Brian North will join us. Get you ready for the high school slate, college slate. Talk some NFL as well. We also have a giveaway. That we do, Shirley. We are giving away two tickets. Two tickets 
to the Winterville Watermelon Festival to see the Marshall Tucker Band, and we are giving them the caller number. First caller in right now. If you want those tickets, call in now. Call, call, 317-1250. 317-1250. First caller wins tickets to see the Marshall Tucker Band at the Winterville Watermelon Festival. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Wally's 2 Kettle Corn in Winterville is where you can find the tastiest popcorn around. You can make it a movie night at home. With Wally's, uh, they have over 50 flavors to choose from, including classics like cheddar, caramel, or Chandler's favorite, Better Butter. Or you can have specialty flavors such as Chicago-style wintergreen mix and MJ's Cheesecake. Wally's, too, also caters. If you're hosting a party or event, satisfy your company with delicious popcorn. Check them out on Facebook or stop by and see Wally today on Fire Tower Road across from Sam Jones Barbecue. Wally, too, kettle corn, make it a poppin' day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, a lot of jokes at your expense going on in the YouTube chat that you like to... I'm I'm I'm, I, 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 I'm just now looking at them. I, I, I guess it all was sparked when I mentioned something about me potentially having sleep apnea, like a serious problem. Yeah, and like this a is how people problem treat you. Where I stop breathing in my sleep. I guess that's funny to y'all. And that's apparently just uh, stand-up comedy to you guys. You guys are sick. Was that supposed to be funny? No, we're sick. It's supposed people. to be serious, sick. and y'all are sick people. Even though I'm laughing at some of these jokes. Um. It says, uh, Eric says, uh-oh, Chan Man must have took a young lady home and she had to suffer through his god-awful snoring. Jamie then responds and says, she has to suffer through him talking in his sleep about Bryce Young and long snapping. Somebody's, oh, it was Jamie that said, protection breakdown. I'm a former long snapper. <laughs> pretty good. I'm a former long snapper. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, if you do pass away, Chandler, can I do a roast at your funeral? sure thanks man. why not i appreciate it i would love to be roasted at my funeral i don't want people like crying like oh my god he's dead i, I want people to like have fun and yeah. like like what would would clip do like you could like go do a handshake with my dead hand or something like just I, let's let's have fun with it people it's a sad day if you had an open can casket, we do like a weekend you want me to come and just give yes. you yes can we have a weekend at bernie's yeah take me somewhere <laughs> take me for a ride to uh, open casket in the middle of aj's <laughs> i wish to be we, cremated and i have asked that popcorn kernels be placed inside my pockets before uh the cremation process takes place wow so it just comes out popcorn well it's probably the Bird only popcorn. chance i'll have you know for a smoking hot body so oh my god was that a setup to a joke surely <laughs> welcome to friday that baby was, that was out of nowhere <laughs> it was good, good delivery oh that was out of nowhere well done, well done. no i no the, the popcorn kernel stuff yes like, no i i jokingly uh because i have a friend who actually runs a uh a funeral home and i jokingly said i either want popcorn kernels or uh like uh what do they call them m80s 
in my yeah, pockets. Like fireworks. Or yeah, something yeah, like, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I, I jokingly said that's what I wanted. Surely, you didn't tell us that you had a friend that owned a funeral home. <laughs> uh, yes, I actually do have a friend who owns a funeral home. I want you to know, in my 20-some-odd years of being an advertising and marketing pro, I suppose, I've wanted to get some funeral home somewhere to do a commercial where it's, we put the fun in funeral. <laughs> and I think, I, mean, I think we've got the plan in Farmville. It sounds like we can get it done. People are too uptight. I'll, I'll run the account. <laughs> that's, that, I mean, that's, I just I want it you to be about having have... a good time, yeah. and it, it being a funeral. Do you know a funeral? A funeral. You know how much fun we could have with the ad reads and everything. Like that, that people would lose their minds, and it would never happen. But can you imagine us playing our soundboard inside the funeral home? <laughs> 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 like the preacher is preaching and all of a sudden he gets a two little butt cheeks <laughs> a burger a burger i want to shake his hand a burger a burger <laughs> go She's to cool hell <laughs> get, a, get job. a job no but how about we do how about we do like a weekend at bernie's with you and we take you to a red uh command i got a little taco game. meat on my chest <laughs> you're just like sorry it's like that is not where you want to go like in the afterlife yeah um so Jamie says, clip taxidermied, always on PRL, sit him in a chair. How about just my head in the studio like a deer? Or mounted on the wall? Or just mount you on the wall. Oh, yeah, okay. There's actually a running joke with my my friend who is the funeral home owner uh, and a couple of other people. Um, I had to um, use the funeral home's van at one point for a... Um, delivery um, and uh, a flower delivery by the way and I just happened to notice in the back of the van that there was a video you know those old DVD players that has the pull down screen yes okay well it was mounted on the in the back of the video in the back of the van and my first thought was if this is to transport bodies from one place to another why would you need because, a video Charlie. and then my second thought was you, what movie would they be showing you haven't and heard the first thought was weekend at bernie's before you die you get to pick the uh the movie you get to see on the way to the funeral <laughs> yeah so it became a running joke that whenever weekend at bernie's was on you know would come on tv we would screenshot it and send it to each other so uh, so like we, we do have a sense of humor. Like this could be you. Maybe you'll wake up from this and dance like Bernie. I definitely want weekend at Bernie's when I'm taking my last ride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll give credit to Eric with this one, but it's like the it's like you're in the church and it's like please rise for the family. The family's coming into the uh, to the church. Excitement time! Excitement time! Steve Excitement wants, time! Steve wants Corrine Brown to give uh, his eulogy. Go Gator! Go Gator! Stephen Hill. Steph Hills was a good man. Steph Hills. All right. We totally didn't get to Brian North, so let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to North to wrap up hour number one of Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. And I may have just seen an intern walk through the building. We may be double interned up here on a Friday. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients with influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine. The Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy Dollar Oysters Tuesday through Thursday from 5.30 to 7. For more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Uh, good question from Jamie in the chat. Whatever happened to Connor? Uh, I think he uh, he's focusing on his studies, from what I was told. And uh, just, just didn't make the cut. Good for him. Yeah, we hope uh, we wish the best for him. Uh, made a great appearance as Wolverine in the videos that we have uh, coming out. In fact, uh, got an update on that dropping tomorrow. We recorded an interview t- or a video today, which um, I'm gonna just say there was a lot of man meat showing from myself, Chandler, and Big Dog. You don't want to miss it. I got a preview of it, and I have to say, can't get those twenty seconds of my life back. Yeah, I walked in uh, towards the end of the, the end of the recording, so uh, midst I got live action footage. Oh, uh, so you you saw it in with in oh person. yeah real time with my real own time. Two very oh eyes. boy, yeah, it it'll change your life. Ew, so just be on the lookout for there, the better, though. For the better, there is DB some in the house. There is some male nudity. And uh, it'll be fun. A little math lesson coming up as uh, we get ready for ECU and Michigan. Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line now and visit with Brian North, getting ready for week two of the Blitz. He joins us here to get you ready for your sports weekend. North, how you doing today? We're making it. No, try not to melt today in the heat we're going to be dealing with tonight. But that's, you know, it's better than a hurricane at this point. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, back-to-back Fridays where we will indeed get the high school football in. So that is good news. How did uh, week one and the Blitz go for you last week, Brian? Um, You know, it was uh, no major catastrophes. I wouldn't say it was an A-plus effort, but uh, we have room for improvement. But um, all in all, everything went well. So, uh, you know, a, a B-grade couple of false starts couple of uh, minor penalties but uh, no major turnovers so so we'll take it and we'll see if we can't get better tonight brian north joining us north uh, what are the matchups we got conley washington tonight yep. uh got a familial uh field of that one with the former coach at conley now the coach at washington uh so we got that one coming your way at seven o'clock what uh games are you focused on for week two that's a cool one you know i didn't realize this when i was interviewing matt taylor for the first time the, the former dh conley champion uh, state champion wrestler huh. and i i forgot that and he's like uh I was asking him, you know, where he was from and all that. He goes, you don't remember me? I go, ah, yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, you interviewed me right as I was getting off the um, the wrestling mat at the state championship oh, wow. in 2004 and stuck the camera in my face. I said, I needed a minute. And you told me, no, I need your emotion about winning the state championship. And so <laughs> I, I made an impression on him. And uh, so, uh, and then, I, you know, of course, I remembered it once he started talking about it. But. Uh, he certainly has been wrestling with how to get that Washington program up and going, taking over late for Perry Owens, who left to go back to his alma mater and 
Uh, he, he mentioned to me in that interview, you know, he's trying to win the players over. He has talent, but it's getting them to buy into a new system. It certainly didn't go well in week one when they traveled to Croatan and got crushed by a, 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 a Croatan team that I wouldn't say is uh, scares anybody. So now you return home against the Conley team that also took it on the chance. So that's an interesting game tonight. Brian North joining us. You got the Blitz coming up tonight with all your football highlights. Then on Saturday, we get some real college football, Brian. Handful of games for Week Zero, including Notre Dame and Navy. That'll be coming up at 2.30. The Middies, Life Without Ken Niamatololo. The mm-hmm. Irish, Life With Sam Hartman. So, yeah. Notre, Navy and Notre Dame, Navy's been able to, to hang around with them, but they have started off the season slow the past three years. So, can they get a better start to their season will sam have a big debut you also got to factor in they're playing in ireland i understand it's yep. been pretty wet over there so uh what are you thinking for notre dame and navy tomorrow yeah the more the conditions get worse the more it factors in the navy's favor just because you know they they deal with more adverse things in their lives but having a whole new program and whole new systems in there for navy it, <clears throat> it, it certainly isn't something that you you think is going to bode well for them well, well notre dame obviously expectations are always high now they get uh, the stud quarterback from Wake Forest. So, um, looking for Notre Dame to roll in this one. But look, if they don't, you know, start start sounding the alarm bells. That's what happens in, in South Bend when they don't get the uh, thirty or forty point victory to start the season they, that they normally like. The rest of the slate for Saturday: UTEP at Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State taking the bump to FBS. UMass at New Mexico State. Jerry Kill, formerly of Minnesota, uh, had a winning record at New Mexico State. They've been a football graveyard, but starting to turn things around there. That's at seven o'clock. Ohio at San Diego State, also at seven. Narrow line there, so that should be a pretty good game. Hawaii will be at Vandy seven thirty. San Jose State at USC at eight, and then FIU at Louisiana. Tech at nine o'clock. So not the most attractive matchups, but football is on if you choose to view it, Brian North. There, there's some sleeper teams in there now. Some teams that have had some good football uh, acumen through the years. Maybe not the most sexy names in the world, but there's not some bad football teams that'll be playing on Saturday. If you want to check them out before everybody else gets playing, one week away uh, after that from East Carolina and Michigan. And Brian, a lot of the talk. We only had one media opportunity this week. It was Tuesday, and a lot of the talk sounded like uh, trying to coach up the scout team. Uh, you know, Donnie Kirkpatrick said the quarterbacks had a good day, but uh, they weren't facing uh, the best defenses because the scout team was still trying to figure out Michigan's defense. Everybody's been so focused on East Carolina. Now it's the time for the scout team to shine. So trying to get those guys up to speed to give our starters and second teamers some good looks uh, sounded like was the the premium for the Pirates this week. I had never really thought about it until Mike Houston said it. Guys are so disappointed that they're not good mm-hmm. starting, or, you know, and now they're being told that not only are you not going to be in our rotation, but now we need you to go pretend to be another team so you can practice and get the crap beat out of you by our, our good guys. And so there's a mental adjustment that needs to take place there. And I had never really thought about that, but how important that is for your first game for those guys to mentally adjust and buy in that uh, this is how they can make a difference. And that's not an easy thing to do with young men with egos. So when he talked about that, it, it really made some sense to me. Um, so, and, and we'll see. Now, you can never replicate Michigan's size. You can't replicate their speed. You can't replicate all those things. And so um, – you know, scout team will do its best, but uh, it's going to be how quickly they adjust on Saturday in the big house when they do face those big behemoths and, and all that speed. Yeah, I'm expected for multiple reasons. Mike Houston, I would say Brian is more conservative than not uh, as a coach. 
Um, and the factor that you got Mason Garcia making his first start, you're in that environment. I would think the, the Pirates play conservative, or do they just flip that completely and throw everything they got, trick play here or there, open it up? Uh, I'm thinking option A is a lot more likely than option B next Saturday. I, I, I think they'd like to see how they match up going toe-to-toe. And oh, yeah, yeah. And control, try and control the truck, uh, clock a little bit. Look now, that, that running game, I'm curious to see if that running game can do anything against Michigan. Now, uh, it's a deep running back room. The offensive line is going to be a key. How's the O-line matchup? So if all of a sudden you can't do anything, then maybe you have to go more to that bag of tricks and look. And then if you also have a rolling, you can always cross them up with something. But I don't expect to see that early on. I don't think this is going to be a, a run-and-shoot sort of deal. I think the philosophy for Michigan is going to be in going, control time of, of possession, try and create some turnovers. Special teams is going to be huge. Uh, we always call that hidden yardage, you know, flipping the field, hidden yardage, all those things. Uh, I think Mike Houston is going to try and win all those little battles, and then maybe he can sneak away with one at the end. And, you know, there's been errors, Brian, multiple errors where ECU has gone toe-to-toe. And, I mean, you think back to the, the teams that the Pirates beat and played with in the 90s and then the Skip Holtz teams with those great defensive lines and, and going toe-to-toe. And even after that, when you had, you know, Terry Williams, the Swamp Monster in there in Virginia Tech, and you, a lot of complaints in Blacksburg, just kind of the same old, same old with Frank Beamer, and they'd run it up the middle, and, and we'd stop it. Like, we've had success against the powers at times uh, going toe-to-toe. This might be a completely different animal with the number two ranked team in the country, but uh, I am anxious to see how our D-line that we've heard so much about stacks up. I'm not as interested to see how our O-line looks against their D-line. That might be some trouble, but can we win the line of scrimmage a few times? Can we make them throw? You know, we'll see. Right. Be careful what you wish for with that D-line. Mike told me that they have potentially on that offensive line. Michigan has potentially eight guys who could get drafted. Oof. And so yeah, that's and so that is that is something to, to really watch. And so now, all right, if you can't go mono a mono, what are you going to do? You're going to blitz. Are you going to make yeah. guys? Are you going to disguise packages? What are you going to do? And that's been the hallmark on defense. Now we talked about Mike Houston being conservative offensively. Defensively, he's been anything but in his years uh, going back to you know the JMU years, and um, he likes to bring pressure and, and a lot of different packages as long as he can trust his guys. You have to have people that you can trust, whether you put them on an island or you've got to have defensive linemen who can hold their own. So, But I, I think they feel like they have that team this year and that when the year's all said and done, they're going to be able to force a lot of turnovers, flip fields, even score a lot more on defense. And so uh, that that helps when you don't have a great offensive line if you can do those things. Looking forward to breaking down week one with you next week, Brian, and uh, we'll talk South Carolina, North Carolina. What will Drake May have? South Carolina maybe overachieved a little bit last year, so that's a huge game. Game day will be there in Charlotte next week. How about a, uh, a former Carolina quarterback? Uh, starting to think Sam Howe might have something in Washington. He looked uh, looked good the other night. Been been reading good reports, and yeah. I like his temperament. He's looked great in interviews. He He's acting like a, a QB1, Brian, and the way he threw the ball Monday night uh, looked like a QB1. That's where he was great at Carolina, right? He was a locker room guy. Everybody loved him. and I, There's something to be said about that for quarterbacks in the NFL and, and everything that the, the commanders have been through with their quarterback situation. They've had some dudes that have been been fun, but Sam Howell just has always carried himself a little bit different. You know, he was Drake May before Drake May at UNC. Drake May have a little more talent uh, in the arm, but, but Sam Howell has uh, not been bad at all. So, um, I, no, I, I thought he was going to be the starter this year for them. Now, can he turn it around? He's, he doesn't have a ton of NFL game experience yet. 
Uh, sometimes he got himself into trouble at Carolina, uh, being a little too much of a gunslinger. So he'll have to kind of rein that in because uh, Ron Rivera, not a big fan of, of turnovers or uh, throwing into double and triple coverage. So uh, curious to see how that plays out. But I think as far as the locker room presence goes, I think they'll love him and, and play hard for him. Panthers uh, tonight taking on the lines on uh, Brian, and you've got. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk to Tony Dunn about this at four, and, and really dive into it. But I feel like the Panthers fans have been a little unsatisfied this preseason. We don't know; uh, we can't really tell what's going on day to day at practice and how much they're growing. All we can see is the preseason games, and it's just not been very, uh, very pretty for the first team and for Bryce Young and those guys. I don't think Frank Reich's showing anything. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I mean that in a good way. Right. I think he's trying to hide all his cards right now for that season opener. He wants Bryce Young to get used to tempo, uh, be able to call plays in the huddle, uh, execute. I think they're just going so basic right now. I don't think they want to show anything, and they're not playing them very much either. So I think he's just playing poker right now, hiding all his cards so fans can be as mad as they want. Uh, seven weeks into the and into the NFL season, no one remembers what you did in the preseason. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I think you can only have the advantage of surprise once when you're a new coach, new quarterback, all those things. And so I don't think they are showing any of their hand yet about what they're actually going to do during the regular season. I don't think they'll show much tonight either. Morgan Ayler's got the high school huddle coming up tonight at 6 o'clock to get you ready for the high school action, and we'll talk to Morgan later, but uh, we'll get his thoughts uh, on Holden Ayler's, who will be at Lambeau Field, and Morgan will be there well. He's gonna as well. He's going to make the trip as the Seahawks take on the Packers coming up Saturday at 1, and uh, Holden, through two games, uh, has looked really good, North. You know, he has, an, I hope it's enough to secure that third quarterback spot. Uh, you know, all NFL teams have to have three quarterbacks in their 53-man roster now. It'll be interesting to see when other teams cut their quarterbacks, who's available, and if they take him and, and have him on practice squad. But Pete Carroll has been glowing uh, almost too much of the Holt Mailers. <laughs> it's almost like he's trying to set everybody up and then he's going to cut him or something because he's been so glowing in his reviews for him. But Holton brings something that they don't have, and that's a mobile quarterback who can run. I can see them using him in packages, uh, take some Hill style early on. And so uh, everything that they're saying and, and we're seeing has been phenomenal. So I hope that that holds up. Uh, and I just, you know, hoping Pete Carroll doesn't all of a sudden find another veteran quarterback who he can yeah. in the track a little bit more. But uh, he has one more solid performance at Green Bay. You know, go ahead and put him on there and let him get that big paycheck. North, uh, we'll hear you coming up once again uh, on Pirate Radio on the High School Huddle. We'll see you tonight on the Blitz. Have a good week, too. Have you got your uh, your number two at WCTI solidified uh, yet? Uh, he officially starts Monday. Gotcha. So All right. We will have a big unveiling Monday, but we do have somebody hired, contract to sign. Well, you got to go get her. I'll tell you that. He was already putting in work before he was on the clock. So you, I know you like that as a work ethic yeah. guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was asking questions in the press conference. I was surprised too, but uh, let's go. You know, he—I uh, uh, I think Eastern North Carolina will like him. I, he's a good young man who kind of reminds me. He's got a Tony Romo look and, and sound to him, and and uh, it seems like he's got a great work ethic. So we're we're excited to unveil him starting Monday and get him on the air in about a week, and then uh, hopefully you can't get enough. Of and looking forward to uh, making uh, him making his debut on Pirate Radio. We'll reach out to him once he gets his uh, feet under him a little bit at uh, at CTI, but we'll definitely get him on this football season and get to know him, talk some football with him. Looking forward to that. North, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good night tonight and a good weekend. We'll talk to you again soon.
All right, thank you, Clipper. We'll talk to you soon. Brian North wrapping up hour number one here on Pirate Radio Live. Tony Dunn is in the building. Joey and Chandler are here. So we're going to talk some Panthers when we return hour two. Look at NFL preseason week two. Good to have Tony Dunn back in the building. We'll do that and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live back with you on a free beer Friday after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a free beer football Friday. Ready to roll. High school football tonight. Got the high school huddle with Morgan Aylers coming up at 6 o'clock. Got Conley and Washington going at it after that. Right here on Pirate Radio. Vikings took one on the chin to Laney last week. So trying to get in the win column tonight as they'll take on Matt Taylor and the Pam Pack. Got college football week zero coming up on Saturday. And a preseason action started last night uh, for week three, the final week of preseason, and resumes tonight with the Panthers and the Lions. And it's good to have Tony Dunn back in our Pirate Radio studios. Tony, how do you how you how you, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. <laughs> good to be here. I think I was going to say how's how's it been or how you, I tried to mix like two or three questions together because well, I hadn't seen you in so long. I'm good at answering questions, so fire away. What are the Panthers doing with their life? Oh, man. Who? Who? Uh, so my question is, first of all, what was the title of your uh, C3 podcast the other night? <clears throat> Ooh. It was something about... Oh, is the, has the preseason been misleading? That was... Okay, that was the title. And my then, question is... Another one was, is there cause for alarm? Has it been a very unsatisfying preseason thus far for Panthers fans? Yes. Because you, my my thing is you don't see what happens at practice and stuff. People can't see that. All you can see is like the preseason games, and well, you want to. Everybody always practices perfect, supposedly. So even if they are looking to lead out there, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? I so, don't know. It's like uh, that. I always feel like I've every time I've heard a coach speak, he's like, "We've had a great week of practice." Sure, you're right. I've never you're not heard them be that. like, "Oh man, man, they really suck this week, and we're gonna really turn it around." No, clip. Uh, the reason that it's been uh, disappointing for Panther fans is not really what's happened in the preseason. Sure, there's been we have not looked as good as many anticipated, particularly me. But I think it was just we were on cloud nine, man. You know, it's just like I think we set ourselves up for a letdown. It's like you just built up in your head everything that, you know, we're going to the playoffs this year. And now you realize that uh, as one 
a listener of our show put it, is this is a team that was completely retooled in every way this offseason from a new defensive scheme to new coaches to a new quarterback. And it's looking like they are. It's looking right. like that right now. Yeah. Well, and on the flip side of that, I got I, I probably got overly excited at Sam Howell and Washington the other night moving oh, yeah. the ball down the field. That might not mean anything come regular season time but you just want to see something from your guys you can get excited about and y'all really haven't seen that we yet, have yes. not seen much to be excited about you yeah, know yeah. i think we've had more we've seen more to be concerned about and that's the problem it's yeah. not that it just hasn't been impressive it's just like oh no is the offensive line trash Oh no! Are we back to those offensive lines of the twenty eighteen? Yeah, I mean the the two problems that plagued the Panthers when Ron Rivera was on the way out the door, and even when Matt Rule was in his first year, is you had no offensive line and you can't stop the run. And you know, so if a team can just get you out off the field in like one or two series and then run the ball on you like i mean what do you do <laughs> you just get it's beat a time up of possession nightmare yeah, yeah, in yeah. That, so, that scenario but i'm not i'm not panic i've seen a lot of things i've seen what i wanted to see and that is bryce young i've seen him display traits that we were told he had okay. and they are there right his pocket presence he has, even though he's been beat up and hit a good amount, he has not panicked. He's not made poor decisions. Mm-hmm. And even when he's like maybe overthrown the ball or something and things haven't worked out, you can tell he was going through the right things. And if he would have. So, I mean, he just, I felt like he's displayed elite traits despite the Panthers not really being able to say, hey, they moved the ball down the field. And I mean, and I saw him get just beat up by and get up. I was like, "Yep, I, I needed that." Pop I mean, right up. Yep. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited about Bryce. Whenever I hear him talking, I, I was watching Camp Confidential today, Chandler and uh, Hayden Hurst is going crazy. Is talking yeah. so Mad good junk. about yeah. yeah, but he was talking, oh, talking so about. good about Bryce. That clip to CJ Uzama or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he said, "Man, you turn around and the ball's hitting you right in the face almost." And so, I mean, Bryce. Well, that's what he is, Tony. You just, you just he was built in a lab to play quarterback, right? From a young age, like they, he they, was. Yeah. I mean, at least his dad's, I think, like an educational psychologist or something. He's just been like doing whatever. He's a war test. shack drills yeah. or whatever that to gets him to process. Fast. He sits him in the chair and plays the clips of <laughs> Peyton Manning and whatever, <laughs> flashing up there. Um, okay, another thing you want to see in training camp uh, preseason is stay injury free. That we have not done. So what's the deal with DJ Chark? What was his injury? Uh, hamstring, which now oh, falling yeah. off the bone, which <laughs> which started. Is it that ribs? bad? Uh, a good thing. I, it no, it's not that out, bad. It's just you know, Charks. Well, he's fragile. always hurt. He's well, look, fragile. It, so. it, it it came out that it was uh, that it did not look good. Next thing I know, it was later that night or the next morning. It was not that serious. So, uh, but when it comes to hamstrings, hey, don't I'm, those linger and just mess with you? Yeah, I don't so, like a hamstring injury on a running back or on a on a wide receiver. Yeah, it's Especially like a groin injury too. Those yeah. two, they're just like they never go away. So, uh, that, the thing about the shark thing that was wild is if you watch the press conference. Um, 
uh, Frank Wright comes up and they're like, uh, "Do we got any? Do you guys got any news about any any injuries or anything like that?" That was the first question. And he looks over to some guy and he goes, "Are we going to tell him about the shark thing?" <laughs> and they go, "Nah." And he goes, "Nah, and nothing to report." Oh, <laughs> and it was like, "Can't do that." And then the follow up question was, "What's going on with Shark?" Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be at that point. Uh, but no, right now is DJ Shark has got a, a hamstring injury. Uh, Laviscus Chenault, who isn't, uh, you know, he's not going to be a good receiver, I don't think, in any way, but got a concussion in practice on Monday. Uh, Monday. The week but prior, uh, the right kid got a knee injury in the preseason one game. TMJ, Terrace Marshall Jr. had a mysterious back injury that we haven't heard anything about. The Panthers have been very... Um, elusive on any of this stuff. They have not been talking about... lines getting beat up, too. Yeah, like yeah. Injury-wise How about well. your uh, your corners? Oh, Dante. Hurt his ankle. Dante Jackson. so over that kid. Like, well, Tony's somebody... about to be over the other corner, right? Who? J.C. Horn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I, I mean... Dante's yeah. done more for me than J.C. <laughs> has. Now, I saw somebody uh, list on... Uh, that Dante Jackson had was out with gout. <laughs> just um, no. So and then let me see. Miles Sanders was he's returned from a groin injury, so they're just nicked up. But all right, Chuba Hubbard. Oh yeah, which I don't like him anyway. Yeah. On that note, who's playing tonight? Anybody good? Bryce Young. All right. So what was the question? I got Let's a question from Q&A. Steve. You also did. We're in the same uh, in the same thread with him, but he basically said uh, or asked, "How long will Bryce Young play?" You had an answer. I'll let you answer it right. I now. said, right. "I think it's one series." But I the think, coaches hadn't said anything. No, no. But I mean, the the team is suffering some, from so many injuries. I think you were looking around the league. You're seeing people get hurt. I think they just want one momentum opportunity to get a sign of positive you know something positive to walk out so i'm hoping i think they come out they play him one drive if it looks pretty good he's out of there and i'm thinking three and out maybe they put him in for right maybe i think he's got a good chance of maybe playing the first quarter out maybe but if you don't have your receivers out there if you don't have anything why are you going to put him out there to just like deal with it just to show us something it's been, it's been hey, so sad. To the mic, it's man. Been, Get it's up been in unfortunate there. because, like, for us Panther fans to be on such a high with having the number one pick and then remodeling the whole franchise just to come to this, like, it is just preseason, but it's still disheartening. You know, sure. Bill Voth, the former, he was the head of, um, I guess, their media department mm-hmm. for a while. He did Black and Blue Review. He um, stepped away from the team. I don't know what he's doing now, but he came out on Twitter last week, and he said, it's probably not my place to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. And he said that maybe the Panthers media team allowed the hype to get too big. And this <laughs> is in, like, that we should have been te- – they should have been tepper- tempering – tempering – tempering expectations a bit to where instead of like all of a sudden we've got this explosive offense and we're going to go a 10 11 games or whatever i mean that's their job though as a marketing yeah, team like I what don't. you want us to look like uh like oh you can we got a decent team Adam over here Dillon's old don't get excited about yeah. him yeah <laughs> dj char oh you're excited he'll be hurt he's really weeks. fast but he's always been injured miles sanders <laughs> great season last year he will not touch that brian bryce, north bryce young number one pick but 
a rookie. You can't see him over the fence. He is too tiny. Did you see the troll job? Oh, yeah. The that mic man. Thing. Tip of the cap. The little uh, dude setting I, up the mic. With oh, the, oh, yeah. I thought of you clip with this. I ah, thought of you. Yeah, so no, but I, you've it's always talked you about how like we have these fan rivalries that we embrace, and you as a Commanders fan, like hate, like really, you really root against the Eagles and the Cowboys a lot. Like mm-hmm. I mean, anytime I say it, he's, you can see it's like uh, if you don't like mayonnaise or something, it's like you get a sandwich got mayonnaise on it. I don't like those franchises. Uh, but you have, you've mentioned in the past a lot that you that players that you wish that that you like when, oh, they, right. when they embrace that yes and to me i think this is a win for like if you're part of the team and the organization you know i like this is kind of just sticking one it's a it was such a perfect low-key troll job yeah and it was so on purpose and then Bryce Young comes up there and has to deal with it. He's laughing at it. It's, it was fantastic. Was he the guy talking off Mike, Bryce Young? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And he also. said, and he handled it great. He said, uh, there's a huge difference between 5'9 and 5'10. Yeah, I mean, that was funny, too. It was yeah. handled very well. It was awesome, man. All right, um, let's take a break. Oh, Brian North last segment said that frank reich is not showing anything like he's i'm uh, so tired of this you don't like that there's three excuses that i'm tired of hearing as number one is the vanilla play calling well everybody's doing like his i don't need you to scheme to show us good i want to just see our players are good you want to see them do good in that vanilla yeah yeah and so it doesn't need to be a fancy play i want them to win a block uh number two i don't like is oh there's no brian burns or justin houston I don't care, man. Like, I mean, at some point, or Austin, or like, it's always, oh, we don't got our, right? And then, and we're going against their number ones, and we got to, I'm, I'm just tired of these excuses. It's just go out there and look better. Just look better. Yeah. And the scheming and this and that, I don't, I'm just, I'm done with it. Just get out there and win a down. Uh, Shirley, let's take a break. When we return, uh, Tony, I did not prepare you for this. We'll do division winners. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll run through the divisions. Right uh, next week will be our final preview up to everything. And then the week after that, we'll be making picks. Happy birthday to my boy, Sean, from Takeoff Fitness. That's why I'm all sweaty. Sean, yes, sir. Shout uh-huh. out, Sean. We'll be back with you, Pirate Radio Live, talking more NFL after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a 
football free beer friday robert wants to talk a little ecu michigan he says i think michigan will employ an extra heavy dose of run plays versus ecu to get it going for the year one three oh line trans what I like Michigan's quarterback a lot, though. Um, what's his year. name? One, three line transfers. Two, unproven wide receivers. Three, coaching situation. Look at us preseason. What say you? Uh, yeah, I think Michigan's got two top five running backs uh, from a list that I saw. Uh, ESPN were ranking their top five running backs in college football. Michigan was on two. Uh, Michigan had two up there. So that is not good. They'll definitely try to run. And our strength on the defense should be our run our, our, our defensive line and stopping the run but man that offensive line brian north said it earlier got eight guys that could be drafted you only play five that's scary michigan's it's not good yeah yeah and man and don't sleep on their quarterback the jonathan mccarthy kid he's only 20 years old he started as a freshman last year i think a true freshman last year and he was dueling with teams at times i mean and he's got the real prototypical quarterback makeup he's 6'3 205 right now and he's only 20 years old i think he had wait how long do you have to have don't you have to be a certain age or play a certain time before you can go to the nfl like he's he was un ineligible he's ineligible yeah like three years removed from high school okay so he might have to play one more year after this even uh, Robert says Michigan wants to throw more this year, but not show anything until conference play. That would make sense. I mean, if, if you well, can just and if run, you the, could beat somebody by just running on yeah, them, like why absolutely. would you do anything other than that? Uh, Jamie, the Colts fan, said Frank Reich will disappoint you. I know it. Bad play calling. Hmm. Jamie, out of curiosity, uh, comment if you know any Colt players that uh, also played for the Raiders. <laughs> just uh, out of curiosity for uh you're trying to get that perfect uh immaculate grid today all right let's pick some division winners and let's start with the nfc beast and is anybody not going to take the eagles i went against the grain last year and took the cowboys because i was like eagles like i've seen this dream team thing before it didn't work out it's not going to work out it worked out they were really good and they appear to have it gotten even better uh, via the draft, via bringing in Swift and Rashad Penny at running back. Another I don't know year if that's hurts. getting better. I think that's like a parallel move from Miles Sanders. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you said getting better. They've got those two guys and Gainwell in the backfield. Like, but what has Rashad Penny done in the NFL? Not much. No. But all three of them. I think that's a great backfield. Okay. And with Jay- Well, they got Jalen Hurts. That's the backfield right And there. he's your best running back. And he looks like he's really settling it. Man, this guy, he's he's good. He is? He's good. Uh, I'm picking that. I mean, the Eagles, there's no sense in putting your all your eggs in Sam Howell's basket. Yeah, I think the scariest things is the two new players, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, are going to be really good athlete. they call him like baby rhino or whatever or something like that oh, Jalen Carter and I mean and he's already killed people Chandler <laughs> did the per, did the, the person die for real I think so in that racing no, thing no the person did die no I think they're confusing it's a different situation that he was involved in where his I think a teammate or a friend of his killed somebody yeah there was a teammate and then a I thought they were like racing member. and somebody like hit a car or hit a tree or something 
well that's not good are you going with the eagles chandler yeah eagles and now uh, but i've also killed people on this show before haven't i said people are dead remember that yeah quite a few um but now did the eagles kind of take ease with the nfc east last year or was there like a kind of competition there at the top no, oh, they took the division, but they went one and one with Dallas. The, they went one and one with Washington. They just steamrolled. They, they just won a ton of games. I think they'll. I think they'll get the division this year. I think it just might take a little bit more of an effort. So. Why? Who's second? I, I mean, Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about the Washington Commanders, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them put in a fight for the NFC East this year. Yeah. Why would you not be surprised? Yeah. Why? Well, I got the Giants in second. <laughs> Yeah, really? the Giants in second. Yeah. Okay. I like. I just like the way they're going to spread their offense out a little bit more this year. I mean, Darren Waller is not talked about enough. Oh man, my buddy's so. calling me. Scam likely. Um, who's the who's the football player likely? Isaiah. Oh uh, yeah. Likely. Yeah. I think it's yeah. his cousin. Scam Baltimore. likely. Uh, Baltimore. I was uh, a scam Newton joke. NFC North. Joey, who you got? Uh, in the NFC North, I've got. Oh, I really want to say the Bears, Detroit? but I want to go with the Vikings. All right. Oh wow. I'll go with the Vikings. All Keep right. it standard. No I think Lions? the Bears will be too. Tony, no, who Lions. you got? Nope. I'm going Lions. You're going Lions. You know they haven't played any of their starters in the preseason. Isn't, Isn't it that crazy awesome? That this, That's what I want to do. The Stafford golf trade has worked out for both. Yeah, it got the the Rams to the promised land, and like golf is better than ever. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that we thought the golf thing was trade uh, tank, and then the Lions will find their future quarterback. Turns out he's there. Yeah, it's, it's like an Alex Smith moment, and uh, Tony loves it because it's more opportunities for his girlfriend to celebrate. Oh, <laughs> so true, <laughs> so true. Chandler, NFC North. Y'all might look at me funny. And I know people are going probably Green going, Bay. I'm going to say the Packers. I'm going Bears. Oh, wow. mm. no, I like DJ I'm going Bears. Moore. DJ Moore. I, like I think it. Justin Fields is going to really show his potential this year. Both. I mean, we saw last year with him running, but he's got that target in DJ Moore. Um, and I think they're going to put a lot of points up on the board this year. Do you so. see the new commercial about the NFL 2023 script? Yeah. They put Justin <laughs> Fields like we'll replace my legs with, with wheels. wheels. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That was a good commercial. Yeah, it was yeah. that. All right, the only team that hadn't been taken is the Packers. Are you? Who's? Did everybody pick yet? I hadn't picked. Jordan Love's look good. I don't want to take the Vikings, so that leaves me with Lions or Bears. I think I'm gonna go with Tony and say this is the year for the Lions to do it. Give me the Lions. I hope so. I like Dan Campbell. I do too. He oh. told our coach that he whooped their freaking ass and. Uh, told him good job after we beat the Lions real bad last year. Yeah, I saw that video come up a while ago. He told yeah. Steve Wilkes that. Uh, Chandler, NFC South. I'm going with Panthers. Tony. I don't want to go. Joey, you go. Uh, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. Tony. Panthers. Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. I mean, you should sure? go say the Falcons? Falcons. I don't want to take the Falcons. It would either Saints. be the Saints or Panthers for me. And go Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints. All right, there you go. cool. I didn't want all of us to take the Panthers. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have been take good. The Panthers either. Uh, all right, NFC West. NFC. Chandler. Ooh, San Fran. Hmm. You gotta look up the Seattle, San Fran. 
Arizona and Rams. Oh, Rams. not Arizona. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah. I've got the Man. Niners. Yeah. Um, Sam Darnold the leading them. Niners. Sam Darnold, no. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. You really think so? I think Sam Darnold's going to be comeback player of the year. Seahawks. He's going to be the Geno Smith of last year. What's going? What's Purdy going to do? He's going to. He's going to go down again. He's going to be yeah, or he's just going to be Brock Purdy. Like as you know, I think he. How was, bad do you have to play to get put Sam Darnold in though? Like he would have to completely self destruct. I think Purdy's in there unless he's hurt. Mm. I think he was on one of those roles that where you're just so hot and you're not really that good and yeah. you're just like. I mean, we've seen it before. He had a good support staff around. Lynn Sanity. Yeah. Rock sanity. Yeah. I mean, I have to take the Niners. Yeah, I mean, it would be ridiculous to take anybody else. I mean, the Seahawks, I guess you could say. Kind of boring. All right, everybody needs three wild card teams. Did we do all the division? Or are we just doing the NFC? The Just NFC here, and we'll do the AFC in a moment. Oh, okay. Three NFC wild cards. Um, do you want any wild cards in the NFC East? Joey, do you like yeah. the Giants enough? I think the Giants are one of my wild cards. Okay. Uh, Cowboys? No. Commanders? No. All right. Um, NFC North, you took the Vikings. Lions? Or actually, Bears? Uh, the Bears are my other wild card. All right. Lions? Uh, no Lions. No Packers. Packers? All right. Uh, South? Saints? I'll go with the Saints as my last wild card. Mm. All right. Your wild cards are in. Chandler, out of the East, do the Cowboys make the playoffs? I'll go Cowboys. They lose in the, in the wild card. Do the Giants make the playoffs? No. Do the Commanders? Yes. All right. To the North we go. Do the Vikings make the playoffs? Yes. All right. You're done. Mm-hmm. Tony. Mine are this. is I want to go Green Bay. Wow. I want to go um, Giants. Okay. And I want to go Cowboys. All right. I'm going to go. Unless we should put Seattle in as a wild card. Actually, scratch Dallas and put Seattle in. The only way Seattle makes it if Holton Taylor gets in the game. So, uh, I mean, they do have – they get to play the Rams and the Cardinals twice. Or, yeah, each. My favorite thing about this segment is Danny just got here and he wants to talk so bad and tell us how bad our picks are but he doesn't have a mic so he can't yeah and he's just gonna talk about how <laughs> mac really J- how no mac- don't offer him a mic <laughs> there's no mics available it's sorry mac- uh, would you rather have you guys stink would you rather have mac jones or <laughs> okay. or okay. joe Montana? okay enough enough of this we haven't got to say mac jones <laughs> we haven't got the afc yet enough all right mine are commanders vikings and i don't i think i Cowboys are going to have a, a Dak problem, and they're going to go Think down so? and not win enough games. I'm not taking the Giants. I would have to go somebody in the West. Are the Rams really that bad? They're not, and I think it's going to be surprising now that they got a cutback. But I'm going to just go out on the limb. Is he back? Is he? Are they talking good about his injury? Yeah, yeah, he's been yeah. running. He's been running. I'm taking the Rams. Like that. I traded for him in my dynasty league, and I got rid of Diggs in the process. Like. Diggs was part of the trade. I went Cooper Cup. We'll be talking fantasy in hour number three. Uh, Joey, AFC East, who wins it? In the AFC East, oh, I got to give it to the Bills. This is the easiest answer of all time. No, D- Danny. Nobody, nobody said a single word to it's you. The Jets, Chandler. 
Um, I'm in on the Jets. Are you taking the Jets? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm going... Man, Bills. Aaron Rodgers is going to surprise y'all. I'm going Dolphins. Nice. Charlie, I think, you hear hey, that? You know what? Are so, you upset because no one little, ta- it's take the, the Bills. If it's not the Bills, you guys are... Like I don't understand. Like, well, how I chose it, the Bills. You, I agree with Danny. You, how have you it? ever watched the NFL? Sure have. Do you know year to year how crazy stuff happens? How bad teams go good? How good teams go bad? Right. Do you see how enamored the Jets are with Aaron Rodgers? Oh like they're walking. Yeah, I gross. love that. It's really gross. It's awesome. They will win less than ten games. All right. Now we're talking. I think uh, the Dolphins could change a lot if they end up getting Jonathan Taylor though. That'll open up that'll put us even o- over the top. I'm saying us now because they are our Dolphins, surely when they win. I mean, I like when the they Dolphins. lose. They're surely even paying attention. I like the Dolphins. I love Waddle. Surely, get her off a mic. <laughs> she doesn't have a mic. That mic, this Danny and Shirley. Can we just cut that one off? <laughs> AFC North. Who you got, Chandler? Uh, AFC North. Who you got, Tony? Um, who are the teams in the north again? Uh, that's why Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. Hey, I'm gonna go oh, I'm the, going Steelers. I'm going go with the Browns. Oof. Steelers. <laughs> I love this though. It shows you. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm it. going Ravens too. Why? Why? I, I Have you it. seen yeah. Lamar? He's looked terrible. They say. Why? Have you seen Lamar? He's looked terrible. They said. First of all, who is they? The people that are covering it. So have you seen him? Well, I've seen him underthrow a lot of people. And Deshaun Watson is terrible. He's got he's got the ick on no. him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he got the ick. That guy is fresh out the masseuse. He's good. <laughs> he's ready for the season. Uh, That's the problem. He's going to be like Tiger Woods after the prostitutes. He won the Masters one time. He won it. Return to glory. He was better with the prostitutes. Rejuvenated. That's what he looked like. (laughs) Okay. AFC South. I will take the Jaguars. Tony. Jags. Chandler. Colts. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Do it. Should I do it? Yes. Make your real pick. Give me the Titans. I like it. Dude, I saw a, a... Oh, I meant to bring this up earlier. It was like power rankings and uh, who's on the hot seat for every team. For the Panthers, they were in the 20s somewhere, and the hot seat was um, Gross Matos. Oh, yeah. Peter oh, Gross Matos. Yeah, he might not even be on the team right now. Or this year. The Titans were like 26th in the power rankings. I guess the the Tannehill hate is real, Chad, and the injuries, I just feel and like the injuries they've had. Over Chad the will tell you that this is just the disrespect they get. But they have a great coach, I believe. Mike Rabel. It feels like they have enough infrastructure where they're not going to be terrible ever. And I, I don't heard, think they'll ever be great. And according to a uh, friend of the show, Mike Keith, he is a top five head coach. Yeah, I was going to say a Titan insider told us that <laughs> uh, top five NFL coach, Joey. I'm going to go with the, why not, Anthony Richardson, big year Colts. Yeah. Okay. He looks just like Cam, dude. Danny, I'm going to give you a chance. You <laughs> can't talk to, about Cam too much. We're going to offend a couple people. Oh. I'm going to give you a chance to bash all our picks in a moment. Why? You don't like Cam? What? You'd rather have Mac Jones than Cam? Doesn't look like Cam. He's six, Danny five, doesn't like the Cam that was on his team that year. And that's, that threw five just, touchdowns gonna, and 400 gonna, yards in the I'm first I'm going to go home here in a second if I keep getting attacked like this. Who's attacking you? You're such a 
Tony has made three Mac Jones jokes, and I've been here for five minutes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Maybe you're right. AFC West, You opened the door for that yourself. AFC West, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Okay, Chandler. Ah, Chiefs. All right, Tony. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. What about the talk about the Chargers coach being the worst coach in the NFL? He's an odd-looking guy. I love hearing him talk. The Brandon State, like, he's so smart, it sounds. And then it's just like they... They, I mean, he oh, just yeah. gets reamed. They for, like to go for it at weird points yeah. on the field and stuff like that. Remember where they had the tie and what, they, Danny? No, I agree. And there's just no basis behind his decisions when he explains Correct. himself. It's yeah. terrible. He just like tries to drown you in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, wild cards in the AFC, AFC East. I'll go Bills. AFC, all right, and I'm going to put the rest of the AFC East on standby and go through the other divisions. Steelers, Brown, wait, Bengals, yeah. Oh, no, wait, man. nobody picked Why the Bengals. Pick oh, yeah. I, I, they're not good. Okay, dude. Oh, wow. Boy. See, this is just hot take central on South the show right no. now. No, no, listen. Can I switch they're, they're from... Uh, I, don't, I just don't can I switch my pick from the bank from the Steelers to the Bengals as my yes, but is I, Burrow starting? But then the I'm going to put the Steelers in the wild card. Uh-huh. Is Burrow uh, he's still questionable the year? for Week One? All right, I got Bills, Bengals, Jets as my wild card. Tony, uh, AFC East. Do you have the Dolphins, uh, Patriots, or Bills making the playoffs? I go Bills. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I give you my three? Yeah, give me your three. Bills, um, Steelers. Okay, and Chargers. All right. Chandler, do you have the Dolphins, Patriots, or Jets making it? Dolphins. Okay. Do you have the Steelers, Browns, or Bengals making it? Uh, Bengals. Do you have the Jags, Texans, or Colts making it? Jags. All right. So nobody from the West. Uh, Joey. I got the Jets, Chargers, and Jags. All right. Danny, what do you think about us as humans? Terrible, terrible people, but I love you all. <laughs> uh, well, should somebody have the Patriots as at least a wild card? No. Okay. I like your real your realism. What team do you think we're disrespecting? What do you mean? He thinks it's gotta uh, be though. Well, we not somebody. He thinks me and Tony are disrespecting oh. the Bills. I yes. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, yes. I think and then that, somebody else in the. I don't know wet, how uh, you're not. It's like the Bengals. Like, I, I think we all disrespected the Bengals. Yeah, I don't know but. how. Like I feel like that. I mean, he's got the pedigree. Yeah. Well, I switched mine to. I picking the Bengals to win. What did, I forgot about that. What did the NFC look like? I wasn't here for that. Part. Wait, Joey has the Bengals missing the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's <laughs> and look, he he's just a, says he, that. I, he literally so looked nice at me and goes, lot, like, "I think he, he did it accidentally." Just, I, but now he's got to live. No, he literally no, no, looked no, at me and goes, "Don't like Cincinnati." He looked at me and goes, "We need to make the show interesting." And I'm like, "Okay, so it's just hot takes. That's all it is. Like you're not being serious." Oh, what we really need to talk about is Joe Mixon. What about him? Did you hear? Do you he know cleared, the? Oh, he got cleared on these charges, but yeah. did you menacing? Did you see the civil suit that's going on? No, what is what? Somebody shot and shot and either killed or shot somebody that, in a Nerf war. Like some guys, there were kids out back in his back, out like a, behind his house playing a Nerf war. One of my Probably, issues with you is you on this show a lot talk about stories you're not 100% nope, on and I, you have people nope, dying all nope, the time. Like nope, I'm reading it to you. You got to bring some facts to I, the I, table. I, here we go. I got it because I have, went over it on the show. All right. Hold on. 
cover me for two seconds while it loads. Clint, we, uh, can you read the NFC real quick while we're loading that up? What do you mean? Your picks. My, all my picks? Yeah. East Eagles, North Lions, uh, South Saints, uh, West Niners, Wild Cards, Commanders, Vikings, Rams. Those are bad picks. Run through your winners real quick. Mine? So, NFC East. Eagles. West. Niners. North. Bears. And the South. Mm. Panthers. Yeah. Joey, talking to the mic. AFC. Bills. <laughs> hey, Joey, right. no back talk. Did I say anything? <laughs> yes, you just back talk. You just did. <laughs> you literally just did it. Just All right. Mic. Wild cards. <laughs> Go to your room. Wild cards. <laughs> Cowboys. Seahawks. And. Uh, Vikings. Okay. All right. So here's Joe Mixon, the philosopher. First, Joe Mixon, a philosopher. And then we got to take a break. I love this. He says, what's understood don't need to be explained. That actually is a philosophical truth. Right Great there. line. But he's, uh, this is it from The Athletic. Mixon still has a civil case pending against him for an incident near his Anderson, Ohio home this summer that resulted in a minor being shot during a game of Nerf Wars. So nobody died. Cases are are also outstanding against his sister and trainer who were at the house with him. They fired 13 shots with an assault rifle at these kids with a that were having a nerf war, dude. Yeah, Jackson. He wild. He's menacing. That was one of the charges against him. I remember. I when I read that, I was like, "Gosh, man, Nerf wars at their place get real." <laughs> you know, I didn't know that was still a thing. It's good to see. Obviously, not a minor get shot. I don't I was like about that. Say, please, please back that up. <laughs> but right I'm there. glad kids are still playing with Nerf guns, or that kids are still getting shot from using toy guns that people mistake as real guns. Do you That's, remember those stories as we were kids, like of a cop shooting a kid because he had like a cat? When we were kids, I mean, yeah. I think when we were adults. The little orange dot. They didn't see that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tony, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Friday free-for-all. Yeah. Oh, and we're doing a post-game show tonight. All right. After the Panthers-Lions. Uh, we will take a break when we return. Mark Greenhelge Golf Shop Radio Show, Hour 3. We got Morgan Aylers and some fantasy football talk. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Uh, Welcome back. Chrissy's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 or Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint today at Christie's Europub. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Shirley Redbeard chiming in. Good to hear from you, Redbeard. He's a Bengals fan. He said, I love Mixon's aggression. Popping off, <laughs> popping off a few rounds at some noisy kids. Gets them ready for a deep playoff run. So bad. Uh, he also adds, on that note, your new group of Pirate Radio rookies are a tad lippy for my taste. Hmm. 
Fine. Maybe pipe it down a little. You know what? I just won't talk anymore. I'll, that, I'll run the I'll run the TV and I'll just shut up and listen. Pipe it down. Uh, Redbeard. Uh, we talked a lot of Red about this with Redbeard. It seems like there is a correlation with Bengals arrest and playoff making the playoffs. Like every year, Adam Jones would get arrested preseason. They would make the playoffs. Is that right? So this could be a good thing for Cincinnati's postseason chances. All right, let's uh, head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. We'll talk some football and golf with Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. Greeny, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Cliff, how are you doing today? Doing great, and uh, got a little pep in the step with football back. Had week one of high school football last week. Week two coming up tonight. D.H. Conley and Washington going at it right here on Pirate Radio. So you got that, Greeny, and then you got a handful of games to watch tomorrow with week zero. Are you uh, you going to be watching any football tomorrow? Any of these matchups uh, going to catch your eye? Uh, yeah, I might <laughs> jump in there and see what we got going on. You know me, though, from all of our conversations, I, I, I watch my team, and yeah. so that's generally where I go. So we'll see. We'll see what we get interested in. Uh, obviously, you know, whatever matchups in the big time in the, in the top 25, you got to certainly look at those because of the importance of uh, where your team's going to be in the, in the playoff rankings and whatnot. I mean, Clemson probably starting a little lower than I would have anticipated. Uh, people like, you know, got Florida State in front of them when you're the defending ACC champion and you've beaten Florida State. I don't know if you get ranked above the team that's beaten you. So, uh, you know, I always look at those standings early on just to see because sometimes it's hard to get up to the top. Greeny, we'll break it down more next week, but how, how do you feel about the opener at Duke? Kind of an interesting opener. Usually it's like a, a neutral side game and uh, I've seen some ACC matchups before, but a lot of times it's like ACC, SEC, or something like that. Uh, but this is an ACC game. It's a traditional uh, home game for Duke, road game for Clemson. It'll be on Monday night, uh, September 4th. Uh, Clemson, 12-and-a-half point favorite as I look at it right now. So uh, the way Duke played last year, um, you know, maybe gives them some hope. But uh, what are your thoughts on the opener? Well, I think... This is uh, an interesting one for Duke. I think the 12.5 points is probably because uh, Clemson laid an egg down the stretch last season, obviously losing the last game of the regular season to South Carolina, winning the ACC championship game, and then essentially getting blown out by Tennessee in the in the bowl game. So, uh, But you got a new offensive coordinator. I think this is probably a, a, the, the odds makers going, uh, let's look and see what Clemson's really going to have coming out of the gate. Uh, they have a couple of cupcakes after that. So my, my thought process is that you try and show just enough to win this football game without showing too much because your next big game is against Florida State. So, uh, But from all indications, that, that the defensive guys have been saying that the offense has really been testing them and putting them through the motions. So you got to think that this is a completely different offense. Even some of the defensive backs saying that it's night and day between Cade Klubnik last season versus what he's come out in in fall practice and, and had going on. So we'll see what happens. I think uh, should be in pretty good shape against Duke. Greeny, uh, while we're on the topic of football, have you you got anything from the Patriots this preseason? It's just so hard to judge. I will say as a Commanders fan, it was uh, great to see Sam Howell uh, throwing it around last week and look pretty good. Does that translate to week one and, and the regular season? I don't know. So you don't want to take too much away, good or bad, that you see from preseason football. But how about Belichick's guys this preseason? Anything got you, I don't know, excited or, or maybe on the other side, a little worried heading into the season? I 
I think there's a little bit of excitement. I think what you see out of Bill Belichick and uh, most of the preseason action that you get to see is you, you get to see what kind of depth you have or you get to see if anybody's going to make an impact you know, on the roster. I think we've seen some guys maybe in the, in the secondary, maybe on the defensive line that look like that they could be significant either role players or, or injury backups, if you will. Um, and then obviously with Zeke Elliott, Coming onto the scene, everybody joking that he's another offensive lineman because uh, he's put on a few pounds. But um, I think it gives Bill Belichick options, and the, the fact that he's got, you know, maybe a, a, a third or fourth quarter workhorse or somebody who's going to be able to punch in uh, short yardage touchdowns or get first downs. I think that's going to be key for this offense, and just the sheer fact that Mac Jones has an actual offensive coordinator this year, I think, is going to make a huge difference. Mark Greenhouse, Golf Shop Radio Show, uh, joining us. We talk football with Greeny and, of course, golf as well. And at the time of this recording, this will air a couple hours after we're talking, Greeny. But at this time, you've got Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, all at 11 under with John Rahm, Keegan Bradley, one shot back, a big group at nine under par as well. So, uh, tour championship, you, you love to see all those big names at the top and, and see how this thing is going to finish. Who are you liking uh, on throughout this weekend, Saturday and Sunday? Who do you got your eye on? Well, after Scotty Scheffler kind of was starting to run away a little bit yesterday and then made a uh, triple bogey, let everybody right back into the fray, uh, you got to think Victor Hovland coming off of his win last week is somebody that you got to keep an eye on. We always know that Scotty Scheffler seems to play well here but hasn't sealed the deal. And the, the putter's been very bulky. I, you know, I had Roy McElroy winning it coming into this thing, but the fact that he hurt himself, hurt his lower back earlier in the week and essentially hadn't hit a – Hadn't hit a golf ball all week until yesterday in a little brief warm-up session before he went and played and still managed to shoot even par, just kind of gutting it out and moving the ball around the golf course, which was interesting to watch. Um, man, you got to think that Victor Hovland's going to be there, and, and he's the guy to beat. You've seen the confidence grow in him. Pretty much, you know, almost had a chance to win the PGA Championship, hit a bad shot, kind of let Brooks Kepka off the hook a little bit. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat him when he hits it as well as he does, ball striking-wise, and then his short game and putting has really improved inside of this season. That was kind of the bugaboo on him was the short game, and he's been working on it. That uh, I think it's beginning to pay off, and he could be start to have one of those runs where suddenly he's the guy to beat every week. Greeny, uh, anything to to follow here after this tournament and before the Ryder Cup? Ryder Cup coming up in late September um in the golf world like what 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 are you keeping an eye on between then or is it all uh, you know you're focused on football and other sports this i mean this is this is pure rider cup i mean this yeah. is rider cup i mean we've seen we see colin morikawa playing well that's a good sign we see uh you know we've seen keegan bradley up at the top of the leaderboard we've got xander shoffley uh who is always making his late season charge we want to see you know who these guys are sam burns playing well i mean it seems like there's a lot of guys in this conversation. I mean, after last week, Brooks Kepka gets knocked out of an automatic spot. And, you know, he needs a, a, a captain's pick at this point. Are, are we willing to go down the road of putting a live player on this team? Do we look deeper? Is Tony Finau going to make enough of a run to make a, a look? I even, uh, earlier this week when we recorded uh, one of our shows, I even threw Denny McCarthy's name into this. Denny McCarthy moved all the way up uh, to 14th on the list in front of Justin Thomas, and Denny's a great putter. 
a lot of times Ryder Cup action comes down to who makes the most putts. We've seen that out of Ian Poulter throughout his entire career. So do you even consider putting somebody like a Denny McCarthy who makes a ton of putts on your team? That's what I'm looking for over the next couple weeks until Zach Johnson makes those picks. And then, of course, once he makes those picks and once we see what the European squad looks like, then we start you know, comparing everything on paper. Greeny, good stuff. Uh, excited uh, about the Ryder Cup coming up as they wrap up with the Tour Championship coming up this weekend. They'll be talking about that coming up Saturday on the Golf Shop Radio Show. What are the other topics and guests uh, to look forward to this week? Well, we're going to talk a lot about Eastlake and the Tour Championship. We'll have Rex Hoggard on with us down there. Uh, and I'll, we always catch up with Dr. Bobby Jones, the grandson of Bobby Jones. And, uh, you know, Bob, that's Bobby Jones's basically home course down there. We all uh, always seem to identify him with, with Augusta National, but, uh, you know, down there at Eastlake is, is basically his golf course, and uh, the, all the memorabilia for him is inside of the, uh, the clubhouse and everything, so it's always a great experience and great to talk to his grandson. And, of course, we'll catch up with Bill Bender of the Sporting News, talk college football, and then one of our great sponsors, Encore Golf, and the golf balls that they make and the progress that they've made uh, and Rose, they've made in professional golf. So a lot's going on tomorrow. Greeny, good stuff. We'll chat with you next week. Preview week one of college football and more. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it, Cliff. Have a good one. You do the same. Mark Greenhouse, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us. We will take a timeout, come back, hour three. Morgan Aylers will join us on the show, getting ready for the high school huddle tonight and week two of high school football. Also, we've got a big giveaway at 15 of the fold of honor folds of honor bud lights can be yours if you're the lucky caller and some fantasy football talk with our buddy cw sloan it's all ahead on pirate radio live on a free beer football friday back with you after this when she's around she takes my blues sweet maria You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for boat owners. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live, Free Beer Football Friday. Buddy C.W. Sloan in the house, jotting down some notes because we're going to talk fantasy football here in just a moment. Eric says on YouTube, what's the over-under 17 hours, 17 and a half hours of sleep for C.W. this month? I say under. Well, he's in 40-plus leagues. Are you in 40 leagues? Not quite. 30-plus? 37. 37 leagues? Well, best ball leagues, tournaments. I know. Combination. Combination. Uh, uh, and school start. Well, school's already started for you. Students on Monday. Monday, yep. You got that going on. You got uh, traveling. So, total of 17 hours. Yeah, I'm going to go a little over, but... It's pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, we'll talk with CW more in a moment. Earlier today, 
had a chance to sit down at this very table with morgan aylers got the high school huddle coming up tonight at six o'clock dh conley in washington after that and uh here's my chat with morgan morgan aylers joining us live in the pirate radio studios well currently he's live in the pirate radio studios hello morgan hello clipster big night on tap high school huddle at six conley washington at seven as week two of the high school football season is here morgan great week for Pitt county teams last week except for one dh conley so they're looking to bounce back tonight yeah they are and then uh, they're playing a washington team that's 0-1 they fell to croatan last week it's the uh, nate connor meeting his former protege with matt taylor and uh, gonna be exciting night you know choppy wagner stadium over in washington the, the Washington community always supports high school football over there, like uh, so many do in Eastern North Carolina. I imagine it's going to be an exciting night, and uh, one of those teams is going to get their first win. I got to do the uh, <laughs> Touchdown Friday ride-along experience last week with Brian Bailey. We had a lot of fun. Went out to South Central. Chris Cherry from the hardwood to the gridiron, picking up his first win. Paul Cornwell's got a ton of wins in his career. He comes back uh, to Aiden Grifton, get a win last week. Good to see those coaches winning their debuts. Yeah, it was exciting, you know, with Chris uh, Chris Cherry, many wins on the on the basketball court, and uh, you know he's but he's a football player. You know, a lot of people don't realize he played college football and uh, is doing a great job there. Paul, Coach Paul Cornwell, ten eight doesn't sound like a big night, but when you consider that Aiden Grifton last year didn't win a game, mm. you know, it's one of those things that uh, you have to learn how to win, and they did last week, and it was an exciting time for Aiden Grifton. Ron Cook got it rolling over at Farmville Central. We know about Will Bland's team, C.J. Wilson, uh, and his Panthers picking up a win. So, solid football for Pitt County. What's uh, other than Conley, Washington, uh, what's your favorite matchup tonight, Morgan? There's going to be a big matchup with J.H. Rose at Northeast, or Northeastern at J.H. Rose, rather. Uh, always a lot of talent on that field. I remember calling that game uh, years and years ago. I was on the radio, and I had the chance to call the J.H. Rose Northeastern game. Andre Brown versus Jaquez Lewis in that game and at the time we actually recorded it for television and we did the pregame intro after the game and this is what I did because both Andre Brown and Jacques Lewis both rushed for over 300 yards in that game each. Lewis went to North Carolina. North Carolina yeah. and Andre went to, to NC State Yeah, but uh, afterwards we did the pre-show, pre-tape for the intro. Oh, Morgan. Yes, I did. You didn't do the crystal ball. Yes, I did. I, I said, I've, got, I've got a feeling both <laughs> these running backs are going to rush for over 300 yards. And that's why he's one of the best in the business. <laughs> Where everybody was uh, calling you afterwards. How did you know? How did you do that, man? It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Coming up on uh, Saturday, Morgan. Morgan Aylers, Frozen Tundra, Lambeau Field. The Frozen Tundra of Lambeau Field. <laughs> Seahawks, Packers, preseason action. And uh, you're going to be there, right? Yep. Yeah, actually uh, going to be there. Excited to see Holton play. Hopefully get some playing time tomorrow. And to be I've never been to Green Bay, never been to Lambeau. So looking forward to getting in the sights and sounds. Talk with C.J. Wilson off the air earlier. And, uh, you know, he was telling me some of the things. George Koontz has told me some places to go cool. up there. So he's going to be there with Sweet. I'm going to be in the stands. We've got some great tickets. And uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, really, I'm excited about that trip. I've had a lot of fun with uh, Bailey, Kevin Monroe, even Mike Houston a little bit, saying uh, Holton Aylers, take Taking a knee to defeat the Cowboys. What a what a great sentence that is. Uh, and another good performance by Holden. Man, a couple there in the end zone. One on the right side, one on the left. Could have had a second passing touchdown, but good performance. Did he, uh, when you chatted with him, did he sound positive oh, he, about he it? He was very positive. Yeah. He was very pumped up about it. Uh, 
I thought he played a good game. You know, they had a few penalties in there. They killed a couple drives, and uh, he's just having fun. He's learning, and he's excited. You know, this is going to be a big week for all the players in the NFL because coming up, I think it's Tuesday, they have to have their rosters down from 90 to 53. So they used to have several cut downs yep, in the yep. past where they cut it down to seven, 80 and 70, then 53. But they're going to have to have their 53-man rosters done by Tuesday. And teams have to decide with the new quarterback rule, do they keep a fourth, third quarterback on the 53-man roster or not? More than likely, he probably will be waived is what my gut feeling is. Because right now, but they've got their first and second stream with uh, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I think he'll be waived, but I think they'll, hopefully they will re-sign him. I think he's done everything they've asked him to do and yeah. put him on. But he's got a clear waivers first, and that is a 24-hour period, I think, after they, they do the cuts. They have a 24-hour period. And it's different between being released. You can be released or cut if you're an older player. But then if they waive you, it's for younger players, basically. And there's a 24-hour waiver wire where other teams can have the option of picking you up if you want to go. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, interesting times. Hopefully another good performance from him coming up against the Green Bay Packers on Saturday. And next Saturday, it'll be East Carolina and Michigan Pirates preparing for the Wolverines beginning this week. A lot of talk about the scout team. A lot of talk about uh, the depth chart narrowing down. Morgan, as we get closer to kickoff, how are you feeling about these Pirates? I think the Pirates are going to be fine. You know, we've, we, I've been saying it now for a while. This, I think we're going to go bowling this year. I see, I do see six, seven wins. Uh, I think that you've got to get through this first four game stretch. I think you know you've got four really good opponents. Garden Webb, maybe, but three of the four are pretty stout opponents. Yep. And I think you've got to get through that that little uh, four game stretch right there and see how you are physically. Uh, I'm worried about uh, I think we can match up with anybody and we've got more depth than I think we've had in a long, long time. However, I think that uh, you know, you're playing a Michigan team that's going to be very, very physical. I who, mean, who catches the most balls for the Pirates this year? I'm going to say it's uh, Jalen Johnson probably. Okay, yeah. He I, seemed, I, would, I he would was... think so. I think Jari Patterson has a good chance to be there. He's kind of rising here, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, uh, I think there's – but I think there's going to be probably four or five guys that are going to be sort of all clumped together. In the 40, 45 yeah, catch I, I think so. I think so. And I I'm, I think this team is going to be a little bit different than last year just from the fact, yeah, we relied on the run, but I think we relied more on the pass. I think there were a couple games that, you know, Keaton was just on fire and was, you know, busting holes. And uh, Raji did a great job before he got hurt. Uh, I think this year it might be reversed. I think the run is really going to have to set up the pass versus the pass setting up the run. Yeah, and Donnie kind of spoke to that at the press conference earlier this week where you had, uh, you're looking good at running back and then Rajay goes down for the season. Keaton uh, is banged up there at Tulane and they got to go to the freshman Marlon Gunn. And Donnie says at that point, you're you're pretty much passing every play. And when you do that, and that Marlon is not a good thing. And up in that game. Yeah. And so they had to throw it. Well, now you've got those three guys. You've also got Camaro Edmonds, who sounds like has had a tremendous uh, camp, Morgan, and, and still some other options back there. So uh, you got a lot in the run game. And they think this defense is going to be pretty stout. So I don't know if you can win like Skip did in, in 08 and 09, uh, you know, winning 20 to 17. I don't know if you can do that in 2023. But I do think the defense, at least early, is going to be the strength of this team. I, I would agree with that. I think they're, they're very strong. They're very physical in the front seven. In the backside, very athletic, very long, can run with players. I think where we've got to really uh, limit is big play, explosive plays on that uh, against our defense. 
I think if, if we can do that and force them into third and sevens, third and eights, I yeah. think we're going to be very successful. But we can't give up the big plays, and I think that hurt us a little bit last year. I think some of the you go back and look at some of those games. It wasn't. I mean, we get them in in third and four, third and five, and next thing you know, there's a play over the top or a thirty or forty yard just just bam bam play, and then our backs against the wall and in quick reaction situations. And I think Coach uh, Harold and his staff have done a good job of, of putting the personnel in place that maybe prevent that. And that's going to be one key to watch this season, especially early on. Morgan Naylor's joining us here, Pirate Radio Studios. High School Huddle on the way at 6 o'clock. Conley and Washington tonight. Going to be a fun Friday night of football and uh, hopefully a fun Saturday for you, Morgan, at historic Lambeau Field. It's going the to be awesome. frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Thank you, Morgan, and we'll uh, see you next time. Thank you, Clip. There is Morgan Ayler's joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios earlier today. He'll be back in the studio at 6 o'clock for the high school huddle. All right, we're going to talk some fantasy football moving forward. Shirley, uh, can we go ahead and give away our burr? Let's give away our beer. Is Anthony Kiedis here? Yeah, Anthony, give what's it away, up? Give it away, give it away now. All right. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Power Radio, get the pizza awesome. We got the 15-pack of Folds of Honor, Bud Light. Free Beer Friday brought to you by Bud Light. Every day, especially game day, is better with a nice cold Bud Light. Pick up some Bud Light today at your favorite retailer. Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. The official beer of the ECU Pirates. It can be yours if you are a lucky caller number 12. 317-1250. Must be 21 or other. Must be 21 or other. Thank you, Shirley. CW in the house. DB, Joey. I think Chandler's coming back. We'll have a fantasy round table. We got a couple questions from Jamie already in. If you want to talk about your team, your draft coming up, take your pick, whatever you want. We'll uh, talk about it when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. And congratulations to Dale. Dale Winters from Fayetteville, North Carolina, picked up our uh, Free Beer Friday fantastic pack- package. I had to say it. I just couldn't. I couldn't resist. So now back to the show. Here you go, Clip. Thank you, Shirley. Joey in the house. CW in the house. I scared DB when I said it because he looked at me like I had lost my uh, mind. DB's here, too. DB, how you doing, man? Good. Hope you guys are well. Come on up here. Come to the table. Come join us. CW, is that a fresh NFL Shield shirt for the new season? It is. This guy, Respect man. the Shield. I actually had this one it, similar Gross. color. Similar color, right? And I had it for about five years, and the Shield, I'd worn it so much that the Shield was wearing off, so I had to... I had to get the blue one again. CW's the only guy when there's a lockout, he supports the league. <laughs> He's, 
That's right, Roger. Get every dime that you can get. <laughs> Goodell's my second uncle. <laughs> uh, Tagliabue was your first, I guess? I actually met him. He's awesome. I haven't met Goodell. I have not met Goodell yet, but I've, I did meet Paul. Sat with his, him and his wife. Paul, call him by his first name. Yeah. Sat with him and his wife. Mm-hmm. You are just a disgusting man. CW. Uh, Gingrich was at that dinner as well. <laughs> okay. All right. Name dropper. It was great. No, it was just a good What a timely a reference that is. I know it. <laughs> All right, fantasy. I've got my big draft on Saturday. Joey, you got a big draft coming up or anything? Uh, next Sunday. Next Sunday. All yeah. right. Danny doesn't play fantasy gamble. football. I don't gamble. I don't play sports. Although you don't play sports. That would break the rules. Uh, you play real sports. I play real sports, not fantasy sports, because that would break the rules, and I'm not a cheater. Yeah, and you, you look at us as a bunch of losers, too, right? You guys are lame. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the jock behavior. Uh, but you can provide some insight on players you like. Of course. Like that. I mean, it's yeah. only right. All right, so CW, you're just coming off your big draft, right? Well, yeah, I got back uh, a couple days ago. I was there Wednesday night. I got a question Rob, for you, yes. first of all, before because I'm going to ask you something related to it. What resources do you use? Podcast, reading materials, websites? Goodell. <laughs> the actual team I just call employees? The coaches. I just call the assistant <laughs> coaches, and they kind of give me some. What do you that. listen to? What do you read? Uh, all right, so... I Briefly, been, I have Sirius XM Radio, so I listen to the fantasy show there when I can. I'm in my car. Okay. Some shows I like better than others. Uh, so that's one. There is a site called footballguys.com where you can do all kinds of... <laughs> they, they've been around for quite a while. I, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, and they have a lot of material. In fact, they have a contest that I love to enter every year. It's a combination of uh, best ball along with... Uh, it's free because you're a member there. You get one one uh, entry, but it's also a salary cap, so you have to you know put an entire team together under $250, and they have all the prices. Hmm. But they're really good. Uh, and they also have a playoff uh, contest as well. All right. Uh, so football guys is really good. I'll I'll go over to ESPN every now and then, but they you know they're a little bit uh, dull to me. I mean, some of the stuff that I can almost guess what they're going to do. They're the same guys, pretty much pick the same players every year. It's okay. It's not a bad site to go to. Um, so I don't really go to ESPN much. All right. Um, um, I like the the CBS Sports guys for some reason. I don't, do you ever listen to them like Dave Richard Mm-mm. and Jamie Eisenberg? Whatever? Because I know them though. I know a lot of people do like them. It's not a ton of fluff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty news based, and they'll throw in some old man references that I enjoy at times. Uh, but just curious about that. And I've heard those guys talking about mock drafts and stuff where usually the fantasy experts quote unquote look down on you if you draft a quarterback early and do things like that. But this year. Mahomes is going early. Allen's going early. Yeah. Hertz is going early. All three of them, yeah. So it's almost like a shift where taking a quarterback early is not taboo anymore if you get one of those guys. And So how about the draft you were in? That was going to be my question. Sure. Where did quarterbacks end up going? Okay. uh, Who'd you get, first of all? Yeah. So in the first round, no quarterbacks went, obviously. And this is a 10-teamer, so you have to adjust it a little bit from a 12. Uh, In the second round, uh, we did have... One quarterback went, Mahomes. and then uh, correct, and then uh, somebody ha- actually had t- um, Jamar Chase, and so they wanted to pair him up with Burrow. So he went a lot sooner than what most people would take. But then uh, Jalen Hur- Hurts went after that. Then I was in this situation in the uh, third round where all three of the guys, you know, with the exception of Josh Allen, was there, and I was like, well, this is the last of the tier one. 
he's not going to come back to me. I was picking five in a 10-teamer, so I'm right at the middle of the of the draft, and I knew that if I, I had to adjust my strategy, I can either take an elite skill position at running back or receiver there, or I got to just go ahead and jump into the pool and take the quarterback. So for the first time ever in a season-long draft, I drafted Josh Allen. Wow, okay. I haven't had him before. Yeah, I haven't either, because, and I don't think I've ever had Pat Mahomes. I don't think I've ever had a good quarterback. I, yeah. I had Peyton Manning the year he went off with the Colts, mm-hmm. and I still didn't make the playoffs. And yeah. like his record-breaking year, that's not good for me. Um, but yeah, if you if you miss out, you miss out. And I'm getting a lot of Herbert and Lawrence this year, and I'll probably have that strategy tomorrow. And it allows you to, in that third round and second round, really bolster your running backs and receivers. Yeah. Um, but when you start really thinking about it is when Herbert – and uh fields come off the and and lamar jackson come off the table and the elite guys have already gone now you're about to get into that tier now i know you are a trevor lawrence fan so if that if you really think that that's the the player that can uh be in the top three who's not being drafted in the top three you could wait an additional round to get him yeah uh and your your first six or first five rather are going to look really good any uh qb questions before we move on yeah, where do you rank uh, Justin Fields? Um, yeah, I want to know what, what you think about Justin Fields this year. I was a little bit lower on him going into the season, and I've got uh, something I'm going to talk about Fields in a little bit too. But I think right now if I had to solidify him in a position, I'm going to take him at cornerback five. Okay. I think uh, the elite three that we – or excuse me, I'm, let me retry. Quarterback six. I'm taking those elite three first. I'm going to follow that up. Allen Hurts. Yep. Okay. I'm going to follow that up with uh, Burrow and um, – Lamar. Lamar, and then now I'm really strongly considering taking Fields right there. So seventh pick, twelve man draft. If Fields there in the sixth round, he will not be him. in the sixth round. He won't be in no. the sixth. You probably need to start really thinking about him in the in the end of the fourth Four. or or anywhere in the fifth. That's a little yeah. early for yeah. me. For yeah. me. Yeah, but that's who you want. You got to get your guy. Nah, I I think I'm cool off of just I like Justin Fields. His prospect points they could get, but I don't. I'm pretty comfortable with a lower tier quarterback this year, honestly. I always Whether, say too, at the end of the day, like this is your team, and it's a year long thing that you're gonna have to have your guy and watch him. So like, if the rankings say one thing, but you really want a guy, I mean, it's it's for fun after all. You want to win it, but right. like. Take a guy around or two early if you have to to right. have him on your roster. And the other thing too, uh, what site are you using? You know, uh, for that draft, ESPN. All right, so it's really smart for you to go Boomer. to their ADP if a lot Just of the guys sleeper kid. All right, if, if a lot of the guys in your draft are going to follow that ADP, you can you need to use that ADP and not another site because more than likely, if they're looking at the ADP as they're drafting, you're going to kind of have an idea about where he might go. And the other thing I'll tell you is don't plan on getting anyone. Yeah. If you really tried to force yourself to get two running backs in the first two picks, you may end up with a running back you really don't want. So let the just let the draft come to you and you'll be fine. Jamie uh, the, the, said the way his draft worked out, he got uh, rookie running backs in the first two rounds, Robinson and Gibbs. What do you think about that? Uh, Jamar Gibbs in round two? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he picked him about a round and a half too early. First two rounds had to grab Robinson and Gibbs, he said. Well, and know, then he went. If this is the same league, he said he went quarterback in round three. Good lord! And got hurts, so he doesn't have a wide receiver entering he round plan four to not make the playoffs. Whoa! <laughs> the the only oh, way that that no. makes any sense for him taking Gibbs is if that's a keeper league and there were a lot of players that were kept. There is nowhere where I've seen him go that early. At minimum, you're going mid third for him. So. 
you know, I, I, I hate that that you know they, he's not a bad player, but you're no one's taking him that early. I mean, he's he's you're talking about a guy who's who's being taken in the Pollard, you know, Tony Pollard range and almost the Nick Chubb range. Nobody's taking Gibbs over those two guys. So uh, Bijan, I can totally understand because he's going to be a three down back and he's going in the first round in most drafts, uh, late first, early second. Uh, but yeah, Gibbs is Gibbs was a reach there, but you know you did come back with an elite quarterback. You do have an elite running back on the other end, so. Uh, we'll see. So, who are the who are his wide receiver one options? Uh, who who are your receivers, Jamie? If you went that route, CW, that is a scary thing to do to wait on receiver that long. But like, who is he looking at at number ones at that? I've point? seen it happen, but you don't. When that happens, I actually like have one playoff Debo? team that has it, but it's because I have Chubb and Bijan Robinson. Those are like stone cold locks for you know 12 1300 yards and uh double digit touchdowns but you're not going to put gibbs in that conversation he's sharing the backfield with david montgomery so that's why he's not a first rounder um but and he's a rookie but uh when you're talking about if you if he's a fourth fourth round pick and he's grabbing his first receiver i'd say he's probably looking at somewhere like uh debo dj moore hmm I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would take somebody a lot safer. Somebody who's been on a team. Well, that, well your options yeah, yeah. are going to be running low right. at that point. Uh, Jerry Judy's probably already gone there. Minus, you know, I know he's already injured, but uh, Judy would have been somewhere in the late third there. Debo and uh, Tyler Lockett uh, is a possibility there. More than likely, uh, Metcalf had probably already gone by that point. Yeah, you're just yeah. Uh, you're a little strapped, but you can still make up for. I, you, uh, you kind of. Looked the other way when I said DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore this year a lot. I don't. I think I don't, he gets a lot of targets. Like I don't dislike him. The only guy he's going to be able to throw to. I feel like I, I like him a lot. I Thanks. dislike him where he's being drafted. I don't dislike him. I, mean, I think if he were around later, maybe a round and a half, I would. I would have no problem. But he's just a tad too, tad too quick for me. I guess. Uh, you know, hmm. Jamie came out of it with Garrett Wilson, Amari Cooper, Lockett, and Cooks. Okay, so Garrett he, Wilson is a one. Here's what I think happened. He's confused. Garrett Wilson is a late first rounder. He got Wilson at the end of the first, along with Bijan. That that's what all the drafts are doing. I think he might there's, be thinking yeah, there's about. No way he got Garrett Wilson round four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got no Garrett shot. Wilson with he got Garrett Wilson with Bijan. All right. Well, G- yeah, he hasn't corrected his, me yet. Yeah, so. Gibbs would have been his fourth rounder. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay, so his team all of a sudden looks normal. Looks very normal, with right? That. And yeah. with Hurts, yeah, not a bad. First I thought four. like he went Bijan probably with like eight, and then when he well, came that's back what he around, told me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only go by what he's telling me. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, it's okay. And he did ask, "What do you think about Brandon Cooks this year?" Stupid draft, Jamie. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> he's a solid number two. Um, I I don't know what to make of the passing offense with this new coordinator, uh, with Brian Schottheimer. So I, I you know, it it favors the run. Uh, so Pollard looks like he's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of action this year, and of course Ceedee Lamb is an elite one. But uh, but Brandon Cooks, you know he's he's who's their tight end? Uh, it's, a, it's a new guy. It's a rookie. Okay, Ferguson. All right, Jake uh, Ferguson. Now you mentioned tight end. I want to know you guys' rankings. Who do you guys think are the top five, six tight ends in fantasy this year? Okay, I have a question regarding tight ends too. Uh, well, Kelsey one. Kelsey one. Kelsey is one. Andrews, Andrews two? two. Hawkinson three. Those are locks for me. Okay. It's like not even debatable. There's three tiers. It's is one Kittle tier just about health? Uh, Kittle's all about health, right? What about Fryermuth? Well, let's not get there yet. Bottom 10. Let's go the 10, yeah. four. So four, five, and six, I think, is what? Goddard, Waller. Waller, mm-hmm. Pitts. Mm-hmm. And all four of those six are all about injuries. I mean, 
you can make a case for three through six could in, end up being the number three, but it all it's all predicated on health. I waited too long, DB, in my first draft, and I thought I was I was like, you know what, Fryermuth is not a bad consolation prize, and he got picked before. I, so I went all the way down to Laporta, yeah, the rookie painful. for the Lions, what but about, who will be starting. But if well, let's say you have Fryermuth on your team, mm-hmm. you, you that means you got a lot of running backs and receivers beforehand oh yeah you're waiting and that's fine i mean again looking at it in a in a in isolation is like hey what do you think of this guy you know we we can make all these uh cases of how you know they're going to do well or not perform well but a lot of it is on cost you know the cost efficiency of where you're drafting these guys and if you've got an elite quarterback and two stud running backs and you know a good core of wide receivers and you're and you start with farmouth you're fine uh but your your draft will change if you take kelsey or if you take Andrews, or if you take Hawkinson, you know, within those first four rounds. I did some mocks uh, just to see what would happen if I picked a certain player in a certain round. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. It's good to do. And uh, ended up taking – now, this is a 10-team league with 20 players already kept, and I have the ninth pick and the 12th pick, and went with Andrews with that 12th pick just to see what the rest of the team would look like. And I didn't hate it. Are the twenty players you're like? Are they like scattered around in most drafts? If they, if you were you know throwing them back in the pool, or are these like twenty elite guys? They're not twenty elite guys, uh, but they're like mine are Garrett Wilson and Tony Pollard because I drafted them late last so, year. So, so there's you, good players. You got a first. Uh, you got easily uh, two second rounders or a late first and a second. So yeah. you're starting off like you would a normal draft. So you're fine. And I feel like I could do an Andrews at that point. Sure, because that would be like a third rounder. Yeah. So uh, uh, Dalton Schultz be okay late round because I mean Texans CJ Stroud's got wouldn't count much on touchdowns, but you're hoping he stays healthy and that he stays on the field enough to where he just gets a lot of targets. I mean they have a uh, they're probably one of the worst wide receiver groups in the league. Yeah, I couldn't name anybody other than like Tank Dell from Houston. Mechie's coming back off of a near ending uh, career ending injury, so we don't know Um, what he's gonna look like. Who's the other receiver they like? in houston uh young guy they got well they got robert woods um which you know he's not young but he's going to be the probably number one uh texans receiver she's the oh one. nico collins nico collins right that yeah and i just don't know who's he relevant had, yeah he had, yeah none of them are going to be they're all like wide receiver three or fours on most teams so yeah schultz could end up being the most targeted player on that team maybe minus so nico. pierce is a really good pick then uh, as far as like volume, I think volume, he's yeah. going to get it. Yeah. But what is his production? I mean, Devin Singletary is not going to take too much away from him. Um, but you know, the, what I said last time on the show was, and, and I actually needed to correct myself. I said I really don't want to take any skill players on any of these rookie teams between Carolina, uh, Houston, and uh, Indianapolis. And Indianapolis. But then, you know, you go back and look, oh, obviously, Jonathan Taylor, you're going to take. Oh. Yes, yeah, and and Damian Pierce. That is take. the huge question right now. Where yeah. do you take Jacobs and Taylor? And that was what we were having conversations with a couple weeks ago, and really nothing has happened. I think Tuesday. Where When was, was your draft? The, when This past Wednesday. So who? So when did they go in your draft? Uh, Taylor. That's a good question. He was picked a little sooner than uh, – okay, let me – Taylor was picked in, end of the second. End of the second. So number 20. Okay. And where was Jacobs? 29. Yeah. We it's all agreed that 29 a... was too early. Really? We all agreed 29 was too early. Yeah. Jacobs, yeah. Mm. You're banking that Indianapolis will either satisfy his needs with a contract or they, you trade him to a team where he's going to be 
pretty much close to elite when you're drafting him at 20. Uh, so, yeah, and, and it, it could pay off. It really could. If he goes to Miami, does yeah, he, yeah. he above 20? Yeah, yeah, I would take him before 20 if he goes to Miami. Absolutely. Yep. Hmm. What if yeah. he goes to Chicago? I mean, if he goes anywhere, you're taking Taylor pretty high unless he goes to, like, the Titans or something. I mean, there's several teams. I don't know why they're not just – laying down the red carpet for i mean miami you think about how difficult that division is and what that can mean uh, especially since they added depth in new york with dalvin cook they that's the one thing that they don't do not have an elite player with they got really fast guys they've got several guys but they don't have an elite guy in the backfield they have two elite receivers they've got a, an elite quarterback when he's healthy you throw an elite running back up there you've got one of the best offenses in the league and they already have one of the best offenses in the league who's their tight end Gasecki went to uh, Gasecki right? went to New England Patriots. Um, Who is Miami's tight end? Oh, you got me stumped there. How about that? It doesn't happen often. DB, should I take Ramondre? And is he going to be? Dude, he just got handcuffed with Zeke though, because I feel like he's only going to be used necessarily in red zone. He might get a little bit of passing just because he's yeah. such a good pass blocker. But at the same time, like any anywhere inside the twenty it's going to be a handoff if they're running it to him. Like, they're not going to use Ramondre down there because he's just such a good power back, so it's... I don't I know that they will still, not use him. I think they still... Like, Damien Harris was a less good running back. Yeah. 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 Significantly less. But at the same time, like, he's just... Dude, Ramondre's the real deal. He's really good, but I just think, like like you were saying, like, he's just going to get used at such a significantly less clip in the red zone. I just... It's tough. CW, are you really a football guy if you don't know that Durham Smythe? <laughs> is this a real Ooh. person's name? Danny, do you think they have a picture of this guy on ESPN? I'm going to say no. No. Do you know he's had several... Ah. Uh, looks like my insurance agent. Good-looking Caucasian man. He's had several end-zone touchdowns. Uh, that As opposed to non-end-zone touchdowns? Six, six, Red zone touchdowns. Oh, okay. Where they've just targeted him like crazy. They don't target him anywhere. Else. Guess what? Shocker. Yeah. Durham Smythe. Okay. Never heard of the dude. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, CW's got some ADP risers, and maybe we'll do some take your pick as well. If y'all have a question, comment, whatever. Love talking fantasy football, and uh, we're doing it today. Jamie says, what about the Tampa Bay running backs not being a homer to CW? Oh, he said Tampa Bay running back. I have Rashad White as a keeper in a league. Uh, what do you think about him this year? Yeah, he's... He's going to be productive. He's going to get the majority of the carries. The question is going to be, how good is Baker going to be in that offense to carry them down to get touchdowns? That's going to be the issue. But he's going to be the guy uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no doubt. Who else is in their backfield? Uh, they recently got uh, well, Keyshawn Vaughn is their rookie, or not? Excuse me, running back from a couple of years ago. He's probably on his last year if he can't perform. Uh, and then we also have. Um, uh, Chase, uh, gosh, I'm Edmonds? Chase Edmonds, Edmonds yeah, yeah. Uh, as our wide receiver or uh, catching pass catching wide running back there. So, where's Lenny? Lenny, where's Lenny, Lenny is at? a free agent. Oh, is he still? He's waiting for the playoffs. Yeah, playoff. He and uh, Cream Hunt still have not made a team. Ah, let's take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, it's ECU weekend at Historic Granger Stadium in Kinston for the Wood Ducks. Coming up tonight, the first thousand fans will receive an ECU and Wood Ducks themed hat presented by Pepsi with the first pitch scheduled for 7 o'clock tonight. Then coming up tomorrow night there'll be an ECU Wood Ducks themed jersey giveaway to the first 1,000 fans and that uh, first pitch is set for 5 o'clock and uh, the gates will open an hour before first pitch so make sure you can get your tickets. Uh, You can go online at woodducksbaseball.com or you can go to the box office the day of the game. Come and have a Pirate Field weekend with the Wood Ducks at historic Granger Stadium in Kinston. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. Those hats and jerseys are super sweet. I know. I, I saw a picture of them and I think we have one floating around somewhere here in the building, but I, I saw it earlier this week and I was like, ooh, that's a pretty cool awesome hat. Awesome stuff. Uh, Bobby Raspberry just liked my tweet from Wednesday night promoting DB. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to respond to this, by the way. Name I said, team 100% wins tonight. Uh, big performances by Danny Beal and Bobby Raspberry. I guess Chandler and Joey helped a little. Conehead's return. Um, I'll redact his name. And Davis got the tiebreaker to take second place from name redacted and Ronnie Woodward. Steve Hill returned from surgery. Didn't get a chance to respond to you. Name redacted on Twitter. But name redacted said, just let me oh, just tell I, everybody. Okay. Oh, are you going to read it? No, you can read it. Uh, name redacted said, we just needed nine more people and we could have matched 100% in team members and their score as well. Taking a shot at how many people are on your team. Name redacted. Look at me when I say this to you. It's not my problem. You don't have as many friends as we do. And you hate us because you ain't us. Next time, you maybe you won't finish in third and you can keep up with us. But we'll see next week. Wow. Response Dude. Done. You know, maybe if you didn't just leave people at the altar, name redacted, you'd have more buddies. Who Weird. Who, That's all who I'm saying. 100% one. Okay, CW wasn't there. Right. He's usually on team EC skin. Uh, but the Coneheads returned. Third place was there. Dooley boys, the young boys, won the week before. Totally tanked last week. They only had like three people there. Yeah, right? yeah. they they had a uh, they didn't have a good showing. But uh, I'll be, be back Wednesday. All right, looking there forward to it. Me too. Wednesday night at AJ McMurphy's. Uh, CW. Now's the time where everybody's starting to draft. Um, and so the ADP is. We've also got two weeks of preseason and notes from camp, so you start to see big rise and fall. So who are the risers right now? Well, some of the guys that I've, I just happened to pick up uh, today uh, when I was doing a little bit of research here, Tony Pollard, now I know he is a second rounder. He's been a second rounder, but now he has moved from the late second, when you're talking about going all the way back into July when people were doing drafts back when I started, uh, all the way now to the almost at the end of the first beginning of the second so it used to be where you could wait and and you would you could easily pair him up with justin jefferson jamar chase or tyreek hill that's not happening anymore if you really want him and you have a second round pick you're not going to get him unless it's at the beginning of the second to mid second the end of the second he's pretty much going now he was uh, his adp used to be in that 19 18 19 20 range and now it's at 16 uh, so you're talking about a four or five uh, jump the next one is zay flowers yeah. zay flowers in july had an adp of about 110 
and now he's gone all the way up to 78. So just what just a little bit of uh, of, of plays that we've seen between him and and Lamar Jackson is electric is enough. I'm about to make a comparison. Five. He's Lord. a little Tyree Killish out there. Yeah. I, I mean, I. He's not Tyree Kill yet, but watching him against Washington the other night, he can scoot. Yeah, he's really quick. Uh, and, and he has a good nose for the end zone, too. I mean, it's not like he's a guy that just racks up a lot of yards. I think uh, back when he was uh, uh, in Boston College, he was known for getting into the end zone. So it's not just uh, his speed. The next one is Sky Moore. Now, Sky Moore uh, was a rookie last year, didn't highly underperformed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes moved the ball all over the place, so he really wasn't tacked onto one receiver. But it does look like with the injury to Kadarius Toney and with all the baggage that comes with him and with the aging of Travis Kelsey, it looks like Sky Moore's also gone from the 90 to 100 range, and he's at 73 as an ADP. Just looking so at about three rounds. receivers right now in Kansas City. Where do they got uh, – man, they got Cornell Powell down there. Uh, they got MVS – Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Justin Watson, uh, the rookie Rice, uh, and Richie James, Justin Ross, man, Justin ah. Ross. Every time he's like on video making a play, you're like, this guy's phenomenal, yeah. but he's just had too, awful injuries. Health, yeah. And they got uh, Richie James. I think should be on the roster too. Yeah. So Powell, Cornell Powell, Rose's uh, on will probably be available hopefully getting some good tape out there or maybe he'll stay on the practice squad practice hopefully squad. yeah yeah i know they like him uh but just uh has trouble finding a way right now he's had the injury bug too uh so sky Moore, who else another one that i actually picked up on pretty quick was uh jordan love jordan yeah. love's adp was in the 160s and you know we don't really ha- have a lot of information from him coming in we all, all we knew was that he was going to be the starter after Aaron Rodgers moved on to New York. Can you put that in what quarterback he was being taken terms? Do you know? Um, like, like how how much of his rank has he shot up? Well, his, uh, 20, 22 spots. So you're talking about you know another round and a half to almost two rounds. I, I suspect even by the time the season starts, he's going to go even further. Uh, Would you take Jordan Love or Sam Howell? Love. Love or Matt Stafford? Love. Love or Russell Wilson? Mm, that's tough. That's about where you're going to have to make it. Love or Kenny Pickett? Pickett. Okay. So we've hit our spot. I think, here. yeah, it's Russell Wilson, Pickett, Love, and, that, and, and those. And I I wouldn't begrudge anybody taking Love over Pickett. I definitely think he can perform better. Watching that game a couple of days, uh, or last night, rather, and seeing what uh, Kenny Pickett did against Atlanta, against impressive. Atlanta starters, he looked really good. Very impressive. Yeah, he looked really good. Five five drives five tutties wasn't that right yeah i got the uh gotta have that clip ready of joey saying why'd you take kenny pickett two glove kenny why you do that kenny throw a picket <laughs> <laughs> all right who else CW? uh that's all i got right now uh for the time being those are just the top now some followers I, I would like to throw in as well guys that have have now started to creep down into the draft who's uh, fallen uh, other uh, than alicia keys <laughs> Kadarius Tony, I mentioned earlier, which you know, well, obviously like, that makes like a lot of sense. People forget <laughs> Sky Moore. No, we don't always forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who we got? Who's following? All right, uh, Samaj- we're out of time. Samaje Piran has started to fall a little mm. bit, and I think because Javante, Javante, yeah, yeah, they're talking. He also yeah, doesn't have like speak. a running back name. Yeah, and the one I couldn't really, really quite tell, and I don't understand this one because I'm I'm gonna scoop him up now okay. as much as I could. Zach Charbonnet has fallen into the 110s. And actually, I was drafting him in the high 90s 
which is where he was going earlier on. He's dropped. He's dropped about a round and a half, and I'm scooping him up what's, well before what's that. What's the reason I, for that? I, there's, think? I, I think just for the fact Everybody that they know Walker. that Kenneth Walker is going to be the one. Yeah. Um. And and I do think a lot of it too is not just. This is a weird kind of concept, but it's not about him as a running back. It's the players that are going in those that pick 90 through 100 that has just pushed him down into the to the next round. So I don't really think it has anything to do with him because he looked fantastic last week. Uh, broke a couple plays. Uh, looked really strong. The, the offense is going to go through the run game there, obviously. I know they've got Geno in the, in the receiving core, but that's Pete Carroll's uh, MO. So, no, I, I, think, I think both of them could actually collectively get at least 2,000 yards this year between the two of them. I always like to ask you this, too. What player... Because right now I have a guy on both of my teams that I've drafted so far, and I'm not going to say his name because there's people in my draft tomorrow listening. And I, I want I, I'll tell you off the air. Um, who is somebody you have? Two or three guys that you have in, on most of your teams? Uh, Jordan Addison and uh, and Zay Flowers have been receivers that I've really loved mm-hmm. based on where they're going. Um, I do think uh, in that third to early fourth round turn calvin ridley and and jaron and judy are really interesting there because they could easily be the number one and and you're taking a lot of these number ones in rounds one and two and if you scoop up some of these running backs or even take a quarterback and one of those guys is there that could really pop uh kenneth walker is also somebody i've been taking even with the hamstring with judy yeah i mean that that's problematic uh it looks like he might miss week one uh, so, and I actually drafted him Wednesday night. Uh, you know, I, I'm t- I wanted Zay Flowers. I got uh, Zap from him, and I wanted Charbonnet. I got Zap from him as well. But, uh, but yeah, those are guys that I've I've seen uh, that are going in, in interesting places that I seem to be drafting in almost every draft that I've gone. Charlie, take our final break. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap things up here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Enjoyed it, CW. Yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, fun times. You'll be able to do it next week. Like, yeah, I think so. All Let's right, go. even with school back and everything, I'm I'm gonna push all of my kids. I'm gonna tell them where I'm coming at, at on Friday afternoon, and you're gonna get your your audience is just gonna jack up. Oh man, like that by at least hundred. Kid friendly Pirate Radio Live back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, let's quickly look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 247 points, closed out the week at 34,346. The Nasdaq was up 126 points at 13,500. 590 and the S&P was up 29 at 4,405. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now back to the show. All right, we'll wrap it up. Shirley, uh, we're starting a band. What instrument would you play? Uh, guitar. Joey, I'm buying you a pair of pants. They can't be khaki, black, or gray or white. What color do you want? Blue, navy blue. Danny, the uh, what's your favorite planet? Not name Earth. Saturn. We'll see you Monday, three o'clock. All new edition of Pirate Radio Live. High school huddle coming up next. So long, everybody. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. 
Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.